last week's episode. Yeah, no, Bubby. No, okay. <laughs> there was a woot. There was a woot. There was a woot. And then there was not a woot. Uh, in last week's episode, you were recovering from your battle with the Krothix, and as you exited, trying to figure out what you wanted to do for the day, and making elaborate plans, uh, a book was thrown out of a door and briefly, very quickly, chased by Del, who then encountered a soldier who was waiting to pick them all up <laughs> and escort them to the Queen, where she was holding her council. As you met with the Queen, she told you, well, she thanked you, and then also reminded you that everything that you did was very legal. Come on, <laughs> So you would not be receiving anything. And then she asked if you would like to help. <laughs> uh, track down the monsters because you were so adept at doing that in the caves before. So you were tasked again with finding out why people were going missing again in rapid numbers. And help figure out and then deal with that problem. And we decided to not do that. Uh, immediately, well, actually, before we went into that meeting, you encountered Baby Goat, which then you took into the room, helped distract during the meeting, and then lost immediately after the meeting. <laughs> which you then chased through the town and lost, but bumped into some goblin friends you had earlier ripped off through fiendish magic of dice rolling and gambling. Met them in a back alley, they made some quick deals, you tricked them again in some dice, and then they owed you two favors. One, they were going to trade information for 50 gold on... Zavari. Zavari. Yes. Del's rival, Bar. Second was to find information on people going missing, which they said was going to take longer and we're going to require more gold. You guys then started a process to hunt down some goblins who had stolen a robot suit from Tyrus Braun's hand, which you'd originally revealed a while ago. You went out and decided to elaborately disguise yourselves in orc clothing, so you laid some bait in the woods to see if you could hunt down some prey, you encountered a hippogriff, you killed the hippogriff very quickly, you then skinned it, made costumes, hiked up a mountain, found the goblins, and then immediately realizing when the goblins didn't speak orc, we were not to talk about the rest. Del <laughs> cast heat metal on the robot suit and immediately turned two of the three goblins into ash. And the third goblin ran away in the mountains while Bell questioned his life choices. <laughs> you guys then went back down the mountain and has continued doing so all week, <laughs> experiencing <laughs> severe PTSD. therapy. A week's worth of regret in one evening. <laughs> you met up with your goblin friends who informed you that Savari was being hunted by some sort of a demon or devil and was going to was leaving town roughly one to two weeks everywhere she goes, constantly on the move. You guys then oh, went back to the hidden gem, went to bed, and as the three of you woke up, a voice reached into Coca's head and said, I think it's time we had a talk. And then Coca slapped herself really hard in the face. Roll a constitution. <laughs> There's a brief silence before the voice again reaches in your mind and goes, fix it. 
comes to do. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say nothing, and I wait, and I pretend it's all a bad dream. This isn't a dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what a dream would say, I think. <laughs> We've been watching you here. Who's we? Uh, 
um, stop me anytime I'm going on too long. <laughs> I mean, it's an encore. You, you can choose your life. Okay. <laughs> uh, also, I'm a, I'm a changeling, so I can change. I can do the length of. And you're a level 5 bard. I'm a level 5 bard. That's probably more than we've ever heard about you <laughs> in the course of this game. <laughs> Over an in the entire last year. year. <laughs> you're welcome, audience. You heard it here first. This is just what I'll be listening to later, and then probably Jeff every week to recap. Yep. <laughs> Steve, that's, that's what I mean by audience. Yep. <laughs> you for me, level 5 bard. Level 5 bard. <laughs> and Layla. Layla. The rambunctious one who picks us with us. The, the step in for steppers. The background sounds of the town. <laughs> <laughs> our, our sound effects expert. Yeah. Um, I am Coca, Eric Ocran Ranger of very little renown. Uh, born in the air elemental plane. I grew up with good parents in an isolated tribe with a relatively same age, quote unquote, twin adopted brother. Uh, more on that later. Um, that's my story. I'm here looking for our, for uh, my brother's origins and trying to keep him and Nell alive because they are dumber than rocks sometimes. I'm Gore. Uh, I have a dragon named Steppers. Yeah, you do. <laughs> He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Also a dragon warden. I'm also a drake warden, so I have a good boy named Steppers who likes to zap things with his personality. Little blue dragon. Little blue dragon. He's a good boy. I can't ride him yet, but he's small. <laughs> Flugloss. I am Flugloss Little Flugel. <laughs> I forgot you had a last name. I am a, a red hooded Eric Cochran, uh, born somewhere within the, the Sky Realm, or so I am told. Uh, grow, I grew up with my um, older sister, Coca, who sits beside me here. Um, although in the Air Realm, Sky Realm, I was only there my whole childhood, and I never learned the name. Um, I was often bullied for starting to grow a beard a bit, a bit early for Eric Hogan. Um, and also, uh, hair. Never quite figured that one out, but um, I'm still learning to fly myself. I'm a, uh, a rogue, and I, I like jumping through windows. Awkward. That's on me. Oh, I don't, I don't see. For the audience, <laughs> Blue Boss is a level five dwarf rogue. Anyway. As you look around, roll perception. You can tell Flugloss is passed out on the floor next to you this week. Shocking. I you are up. pretty sure Del's awake, but he's not paying attention to you. Ignoring scary voice in my head, I go, Del, no. are you awake? Uh, yeah. I think somebody is talking to me in my head. Oh, we are. They said they are. So they you, can hear me, I guess. Have you have you tried willing them out with your, with your uh, personality? That's yeah, they don't do. hate my personality as much as I do. So that didn't work. Here, here, let me try. Hey, you guys! Hey, what, what, what you doing in there? 
gonna hear anything. <laughs> Do I hear anything? After a long pause, <laughs> you just hear it. We expect more. <laughs> <laughs> they expected more from us. Oh. Well, to be clear, okay. to, be and to make this short. No! <laughs> because we are growing tired of this. Give us the dwarf. And this we'll is a dream I'm having. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing with Woot. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Woot bit me. <laughs> we'll go you says. hear me say on the floor. <laughs> asleep. <laughs> Woot bit me. <laughs> As he rolls over and drool slides out of the mouth a little bit down on the floor. Woot hear me. <laughs> Uh, in my head, I say, and out loud for Del's benefit since he's sitting here now, um, I say out loud, no deal, he's ours. You are not welcome here. Disappointing. You are too. We will continue to watch until the opportune moment arises. We will have him one way or the other. Can I make some kind of like insider arcana check and see if they can see through my eyes or if they can just sense everything sure. through my brain. Make a insight check. <laughs> I'm not impressed with these things. Eight. <laughs> no, I think they're real great. The most that you're aware yeah. is that there is a presence in your mind right now. Okay. You can feel it there, like you're aware of it, and that it is in your head. Are they still in there right now? They are. I close my eyes. Nothing here is. So I guess they're not they're not talking back anymore. Okay. I think they disconnected, but they're still like on speaker. You know, like when you talk to somebody and you can hear them out loud speakering. You disconnect the FaceTime video, the audio is still there. <laughs> What's FaceTime? <laughs> What's up? Oh. Well. But we want him. Uh, also bad news. Um, if we don't give him them, they... Or if we did give him them... If we did give them... If we gave him to them... They won't kill us, but also, I, why, would I, why would I believe that? Yeah. Yeah, so I say we not do that, because we're good friends. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think we're more than friends now. Yeah. I always wanted another dopey little brother. I'm glad that we're all on the same page. You see a hand reach up onto the bed and rip all of the blankets <laughs> off. <laughs> As I... As I do barrels on the floor to roll into a burrito. <laughs> still asleep. I do I still have my bag of sand? Yep. We're in the same room, right? Yep. I take my bag of sand and just dump it on him. Get dirty. Full dash roll perception. this right now. No. Um, I mean, we knew we were going to have to 
fight some kind of psychic monster eventually. I mean, it's probably the mind flayers. I would. It's almost certainly the mind flayers. Yeah, it would be surprising if there was another mind monster. They also said we, like as if there were multitudes of them. And if I cover my ears, if there, if if it's very distracting, covering my own ears and trying to talk at the same time. But I, I, <laughs> I soldier on. Um, if people are disappearing like they like they say that they are, it's probably not just one mind player doing it. Yeah. Probably a bunch of them. Because aren't they like, do you know anything about mind players? Are they normal? Are they... Uh, I know a bit um, from my book. So you do have a book. Um, let's, uh, let's read about them in my book. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Story time. I look up mind players. Look up mind players, eh? <laughs> uh, there is some information, not a whole lot. Although more than when you looked at beholders. Uh, it has a rough sketch of a thin, gaunt, black-robed creature with a squid-like face with tentacles draped down in front of it. Um, as you kind of skim <laughs> through it, these are ads. <laughs> uh, if you skim through it, you start to pick up, like, they do eat brains, they are able to uh, read your mind, they are able to communicate telepathically, um, they are very intelligent. Does it say anything specifically if they see and hear through the eyes and use of another, or if? There is no mention of that. Okay. Other than then, if you see one, the odds are they're already in your head. That's not surprising. Um, Pretty much in big bold letters at the end, it just says, if you see that run. <laughs> Ooh, we didn't do that last time. <laughs> we stood still and listened. And then I got a nosebleed. Mm-hmm. And my nose bleeding? It's not. It is not. I give it a thwack. I feel Woot! Stop licking no, my feet, Woot! Oh, man. Oh, me. I think birds kick their nose. Carefully, probably. Their feathers? They don't even need Kleenex, they just got it. Yeah, just like Q-tip feathers. <laughs> <laughs> Full of the less dreams of his long Moscow friend. <laughs> <laughs> no! no. <laughs> I lost Woot again! <laughs> Woot, no! Oh, no. I want you both to know he's been talking he's about Woot all week. <laughs> I miss my buddy. What did we have to do today? Try not to get eaten by mind players is number one. Oh yeah, because we're just waiting for we, we completed the one mission. Now we're just waiting for information from those from uh, Tyrus. You know that we need to go talk to Tyrus. Probably. You could go talk to Tyrus because we delivered the thing and then we were all beat up, so we like left. Oh uh, okay, so we didn't get like or we didn't get your arm, your stepper's armor. That's what Correct. We yes, we gotta get his armor. And then didn't you want? Did you try to commission something? Or? Um, I thought about it afterwards that uh, I'm very weak and I would like arms that make me stronger. Yes, that's right. You not would. like new arms. Like I'm, I'm not gonna cut off my arms, but and keep those. Yeah. You did not mention that to him, though. <laughs> no, I did not mention that. To him. Right, because we were doing sure this first as like our, our goodwill mission. You had requested special multi-shot arrows. I did. I did. I requested multi-shot. Although I could also commission instead. That was before I got multi-shot. <laughs> I didn't realize I got that. <laughs> I could commission a flute that when played, it emits a bright flash of light that can blind our enemies, and I can name it Shock. So when I'm not using Awe, <laughs> my loot, 
I approve. You're funny, Steven. <laughs> Are you gonna finish a sentence or just leave us hanging? I can I can use shock. And awe, maybe. I could use both. I bet I could. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was gonna say you could call it flute and flare, but that's better. I next time. If yeah. I get another lute mm-hmm. and another flute, mm-hmm. I can name those those things. That would make you a high falutin man. Only if you picked me up and flew me away. Carried you away? Yeah. I could probably do it. Take me away. Or you can name one dynamite and one with a laser beam. <laughs> scared do you say that in your sleep? <laughs> yes, I say that. I <laughs> <laughs> sleep very quietly to myself. Lugas, <laughs> are you awake yet? Five more minutes. I saw my steppers for the day. It's like, get it. I don't want to go to flight school, Mom. My stepper seems to fade in from another dimension. She just kind of materializes in the corner and starts licking my glass in the face. Can I roll Constitution? Yeah, you can. <laughs> Fifteen. You are only mildly dragon slobbered. <laughs> You're able to block most of it with your blanket burrito, but... <laughs> and sand covering. Some in your hair just kind of like sticks the front up, just like... <laughs> it's a mess on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> That's gross. I may have made a mistake, Del. <laughs> We've all made mistakes. This is a very okay. tiny room for four things to be in. As long as we make more... Uh, as long as we're the opposite of mistakes. As long as we're a net positive. <laughs> Sponsored by Yas and Das. <laughs> Ooh, do you think we can get money from those fictional characters to fund her? <laughs> you, you, hear from a, you hear from a blanket burrito on the floor. Don't do the thing. Okay. Flow glass, wake up! We're going. Hold on. Dang it, uh, five. You roll over and face the bed. <laughs> Stubber is now looking at that. <laughs> Are your eyes open? I'm pretending to be asleep. He's faking. All right. Shall we go? Oh, I was gonna go back to bed. <laughs> it's got. It's it's morning. The early era co cream gets the snack. An old era type of proverb. How do you know Coca is so dark in here? I guess for background information, I mean, in the city of Deep Shield, underneath the <laughs> mountain, home of dwarves. That's true. That's true. How would we know what time it is? I yeah. Did, I did not take the survivalist's feet. No, <laughs> none of us did. I took, I took the worst one. None of, none of us know anything. Is there a way that... The, the, is there like a cycle yeah, are, like, of the ambient lights like coming up at all? Or you guys really haven't paid enough attention to figure that out yet. <laughs> <laughs> You've all just got to run around going, I guess it's time for bed. I guess it's time for bed. We're hurt. <laughs> we all became rednecks. <laughs> I, I look at the white moss to see which direction it's pointing. <laughs> Roll nature. Nature eighteen. Dang boy. Uh, 
From what you can tell, staring very intently at the white moss that is growing in a small patch on the side of your uh, hotel room. It's growing up. Toward the sea. They the, never call, <laughs> they never write. I think that it means that it's noon. It, are you sure about that? No, wait, here, Del. I'll show you how to do it. I'm gonna hold my fingers up to the moss. I have no idea how people do that. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna scrape it off. It's. It comes off in like a thick sheet. Roll constitution. <laughs> I'm just watching it intently. I, I licked it. Constitution <laughs> <laughs> uh, save. Um, Stop being ten. Uh, as you lick the moss, nothing happens. But it's a lot like what you'd imagine licking moss that tasted vaguely of flour. <laughs> I can see why they make everything out of this. Is it good? It tastes like flour. It tastes kind of like bready, yeasty. Koga, who did not catch that from the DM, says, like, like a petunia or like a tulip? <laughs> like a tulip. Hmm. Have you ever seen a tulip, Dell? Because it doesn't sound like you have. Have you ever been kissed by the rose on the grave? This beak don't do a lot of kissing. <clears throat> Have you um, ever? Uh, I really want to do the, the uh, quote from the Zephyr's Trips Over Blue Ow! Have you ever danced with the devil by the pale moonlight? There you go. Coco, get your dogs. <laughs> Stuffers, get them more. You're not trying hard enough. Oh! <laughs> That's a quote from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Sources. So, we expect Warner Brothers to be our first lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Warner's original? <laughs> yes. You took our words. <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you might have also gotten it from someplace else. I don't know, actually. Down stepper. Stepper Alright, boys. I'm ready to go see what Tyrus has for us. Let's see what Tyrus has. Can I bring a blanket? If you want. I mean, we have a blanket. Do you want to wear the blanket that I commissioned for us to share? No, it's okay. We'll leave one. I'm going to get up, stretch, and head out the door. I provide for you! (laughs) As you stretch, you kind of, like, nudge Dell a little bit and almost (laughs) knock him off because four of you crammed in this little room now is... (laughs) More than this room was designed for. <laughs> and you step as you march, you briefly trip over steppers and head to the door and open it and head out in the hall. Does anybody need breakfast? Because I'm ready to go. Uh, I could eat some breakfast. Alright. Let's get it. I want to talk to Gwen anyway if she knows where there's a bank or somewhere we could exchange gold. We're we just going to give it to him directly in the form it's in. 
not give it to them. Hopefully, well, I, guess we, well, I guess we can exchange it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, whatever you want to do. Oh, the gold fine. bars? I forgot about no. that, but yeah, you're right. Because that's how we wanted it anyway, because mm -hmm. you just get melted down. Yeah, Between well, my 14 different notebooks I've been using to take notes over the course of this campaign, I did not have that written down. I feel like he would be a bit disappointed if he found that all of his gold bars were now uh, pieces for some reason. If he, if he wants them in bars, he has to go to the bank and pay like a. He, he was essentially melting them down to build the giant gold statue outside. Yeah, yeah. Let's just give it to him, but like exchange, not like give, because we need money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just keep a few. Well, we can just give. We can get money though. Oh, you're right. Money is useful for feeding little brothers. Good thing I don't have any of those. My sigh and storm down the stairs. Gwen! <laughs> As you guys kind of exit the hallway to the main room of the hidden gem, Gwen looks up uh, across from the bar. She's clearly working on your next blue blanket. She's pretty far in, like at least three quarters. And she holds it up with great pride as she shows you like the intricate design she's doing for you. And she goes, it's taken a, a, a bit of effort, but I think it's kind of How close is it to the design that I, I sketched for her? 70%. Wow. <laughs> you can tell instead of like a lot of the more elaborate like fireworks and explosions, it's got some doilies. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> she put her personal touch on it and it looks better than I could have ever hoped for. <laughs> it, it definitely looks like a grandma's interpretation of a explosive action scene. <laughs> I know, right? It's all like this. When are those doilies? Why, yes, they are. Oh! They're beautiful. This is how we're measuring the passage of time. <laughs> By how far she By gets, how far on, she gets on the quilt. <laughs> I figured it out, guys. <laughs> uh, she's got a bolt in She goes, I, I, I very much like this portion. And she points to like one of the bigger doilies. She's like dyed a little bit to represent different colors. Oh my gosh, that's so Gwen, you have a gift. If, if everything goes well, I, I should probably be done by tomorrow night. That's fantastic. And then, uh, your hat will be quick as a whip to whip out. Oh, thank goodness, my hat is getting so cold. It is rather chilly on the mountain. I pat his head. You wouldn't think that there is as much of a breeze down here as there is. There's a lot of intricate venting system here. Much for at least fresh air for us. That's probably for the best. That's why everybody's so chilled all the time because everyone has a chance to vent. Haha! <laughs> <laughs> that is two in that one. <laughs> in, in the industry, yeah. we call Boom. that a twofer. <laughs> I, I wouldn't recommend going into the vents. <laughs> What's in there? Hot air? Probably some machinery? I got some. I got some. Uh, the hot air. We know Del. Full of hot air. We share a room, we know. <sighs> it's, it's the cheese on the bread that's doing that to you. Oh, would you like some breakfast? <laughs> yes, please. Um, two cinnamon rolls and a, 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 a Del special. A, a, a Del special. A, 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 a Del special. A yes. space a Del. Del. A Del. 
A A Dell A Dell special. Crown. <laughs> As she yells to her husband. <laughs> and the usual rigmarole happens where they yell back and forth. Crown can't hear. <laughs> and after a few minutes, she brings out two fresh cinnamon rolls or cinnamon loaves for you two, and a cinnamon loaf. A cinnamon loaf with cheese on top for you, though. Loaf. Words are hard. Yeah, they are. They should market them that way. Loaf. The loaf. Loaf. It's a single loaf. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I like that. I pay for it across the counter. Because I have the money holder, holder of the money. And you're surprised with the speed that she pockets it. <laughs> Dang. How, how much is that again? Like silver? Yeah, it's like maybe five silver for the three. <laughs> I have to do math. Two, two, and three for the cheese. Exactly. Worth <laughs> 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 it. Okay, I did it. Math's hard. Math is hard. Alright, friends. I totally did that math wrong, by the way. I'm just realizing now. It's okay, buddy. That was, uh... You just gotta count count your talents. And then when you run out of talents, you can start counting your pin feathers. Oh, I thought you said count your talents. That's what I thought too, and I thought and I was we don't say, have all day. Uh, zero. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're very talented. Very, very owlsome. I have no owl. This is true. I am a among other things strong, independent bird man. Independent bird. Well, this has been delightful, Gwen. Thank you very much. <clears throat> and now, I think we're ready. You guys, I want to talk to you about something real quick. What's up, buddy? So, I wanted to just share with you, growing up as a protege of Silvio Jackson Horn, greatest part of our generation. A top childhood, I'm sure. Um, well, actually, that part was that part was great. A lot of, well, that's not part of what I want to talk to you about. Part of my training as a bard mm -hmm. was that I had to learn lots of uh, stories, and a lot of the stories that I learned involved um, great heroes. And uh, these uh, these great heroes, um, they they left an impression on me, and I wanted to um, wanted to emulate them. So when I went out into the world and I met you guys and we started this adventuring thing, like I just I got so excited and um, I started getting more and more powerful uh, and I I feel like yesterday I maybe went a little too far and I want to apologize to you guys. I want to apologize to the goblins, but I can't. No, um, I think you should. I think it's too late for that for the boss. No, no, no. Don't understand. Guys, I didn't know you very well. 
Um, I know you didn't speak Orcish. Is Gwen still here? She is. <laughs> She's knitting. And you see, as as you guys mentioned, like, power and all, she kind of, like, raised her head up a little bit, like, squintier I looked at you from, like, behind her glasses. <laughs> and then shrugged and went back to the knitting. <laughs> Anyway, I say all of that stuff that I just said uh, to tell you that I'm sorry. If I could take it back, I would. Um, I'm, I'm probably, I, I'm never going to use that spell again. I will, I will do everything I can as I gain power to forget that spell and learn a different one. Um, I'm gonna put it down. Uh, excuse me. I'm gonna put a hand on Del's shoulder, and I'm gonna say, "It's okay, buddy. We all commit crimes sometimes. <laughs> you should feel bad, and then feel better now that you've shared your feelings with friends." Not about the murder part. No, that part. The murder was maybe let's not murder like that again. But you said a lot of good things about it. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've killed people before. But but that one, that was different. That was within the confines of the law. Yeah, and and they were they were trying to they were trying to kill us. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, this is a little cold blooded, and I recognize but, you that know, now. One good thing to take away from this is that you didn't kill everyone. You didn't go on a murderous spree. Exactly. Yes. Once again, like with the bandits, some of them got away because we let them. Mm-hmm. So we saved that one's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, good. And they definitely won't come back to haunt us as an enormous combined army later in this campaign. No, no, they definitely, they can't come back and haunt us. I mean, the two I set on fire probably could come back and haunt us. Because they're dead. Mm-hmm. And they died in a gruesome way. I mean, yeah. they probably They probably are ghosts. They probably do have some unresolved things they needed to deal yeah, with. Yeah, we should find a for you probably at some point. I've, I've thought that since the beginning of our campaign. <laughs> oh, but it's okay, I can heal. <laughs> like, I kind of can too. We're, we're getting it. Yeah, we're fine. We're, we're fine. fine. We're fine. We've got two almost healers. <laughs> She's more potions. Tell at least you didn't commit arson. Oh, wait. Hey, too soon. Well, I'm glad you got that off your chest. Yeah, me too. Thanks for listening, guys. You, I feel like, are the closest thing. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> to family that I've. Oh, I'm so sorry. She is allergic to um, emotions. Terrible people. <laughs> no. Well, not knows? a terrible person, Del. <laughs> Ooh, it's real bad this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just walk behind you guys. Don't. Or front one for each day. So I can take the hits. <laughs> Del. Del, it's okay, buddy. Yeah, is gonna be over here trying really hard not to sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> We will never wear anything made of metal again. You know, we all grew from that situation. 
think you took the easy way out. And sometimes the easy way is... I wouldn't say the best way. No, you're not helping. Brother mine. You move things along quicker. Yeah. <laughs> like, much quicker. We... A single tear leaks out of Dell's mask. <laughs> who knows where we would be now if we didn't murder two innocent people. I mean, innocent. They weren't. I mean, it's true. Hey, that's a good idea. You know what? That's true. They still broke the law. Did they die recently? Yes, but they did do something bad. So you were not out of line? And therefore you followed your own moral compass and... Alright guys, I think Del's had enough. (laughs) (laughs) And the tale of Del the Masked Murderer. (laughs) (laughs) It's been like ten minutes, just like half-roasting Del over the fire of his own sin. Del, for the next three hours, we are going to berate you <laughs> by this one decision that you made. This, this is the rest of the episode. Yeah. We walk outside. Sure, it's hot out. Too soon. Thank God this is a tester, and we're never going to show this to you. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to leave that in. Except for the soundbite, which will just play on repeat every ten minutes of the first episode. Yeah, sure. The intro, and then this is Tester, we'll never see the light of day. And then just a lot of laughing. <laughs> We're good at this, guys. Well, Del, now that you've had that time to think and talk and be sad, are you ready to go talk about your extra arms that you want? Yes. Let's move on to something happier. Let's move on to something happier. As you reach your head out to the door, you can see Gwen look up and kind of look at you, and then look at the door, and look at you, look at the door, and then go, I, it doesn't work like that. I get, like, uncomfortably close and try to stare down, like, his arm line, like, what's he pointing at? I'm going to slowly stand in front of his hand. (laughs) Come on, tell me. To go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> As you guys get to leave, you hear one go. The blanket should be ready tonight. Feel free to come come back. And the door closes. Oh. You just try and stop us, Gwen. Oh, the door is closed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she wanted to stop us. I think she wanted us to come back. That checks out. <laughs> but we're not checked out. No. We still have like two nights on our cab. Yeah. Where are we, um. Where are we going? Ty- Tyrus. Oh. I was I was sound asleep. Uh-huh. I believe that. I had this dreadful nightmare that um, a small goat who I've never seen before in my life was, uh, was, was licking my feet. Are you sure it wasn't rude? Dell, 
I don't trust him with much. I'm doing an inside check. <laughs> Wait, my phone is broken. <laughs> I guess for us, if you're being honest, you can roll persuasion. If you're intentionally lying, you can roll deception. <laughs> Eleven. I'm rolling for, but um, 11. I'm guessing plus something. Well, you have to add your modifier to your, pers- your persuasion or deception. And you, if you're, if, if you're if lying. You're, if you're lying. You can roll deception. Oh, I just vaguely, I, I have, I have forgotten who it was. That was a thing that so came So you're not us. lying, so you're rolling for persuasion. I vaguely remember Wu. You get a feeling that he has almost entirely forgotten Wu. <laughs> Other than, there was a small goat he saw at some point in this town. <laughs> He's on the level. He usually isn't. He flips a lot. Hey, you remember, um, I've had some, some weird head pains lately. I apologize. You remember when we were in Chelonia? Okay. Do you remember, um, <laughs> okay. that night? Uh, after we, um, had the show and we went, we had some fun doing some adventures and stuff, um, I, I was all, like, jazzed up about it and, um, I wanted to, like, do one more thing and we went and stopped someplace. Do you remember what that place was? I, I can't recall for the life of me. You remember what we did? <laughs> this is not a good test. I remember now. <laughs> At this point, you now are aware that that memory changing spell would be very effective on the three of you. <laughs> <laughs> remember when we did that thing? No, no. <laughs> I remember now. So I know exactly what you're talking about. You get jazzed up about a lot of things. That's true. <laughs> I do like jazz. It's appropriate. It's got more an R&B vibe though to me. <laughs> Playing jazz, baby. Did we, did we find a bar? I recall us doing that a lot. Do you, do you remember, we have a friend who lives in a bag. <laughs> we found him under something. While they're talking, I smush a part of Joe's face. Like that real I sent you. <laughs> also, we have a friend that's a rabbit that's got a horn that we always forget even exists. I've stopped forgetting lately since we got a mini made up of <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we were in that room and we said there was, all, there was four of us in there? <laughs> there was actually five and six if you count our friend in the bag. <laughs> You see a little clamp hand shoot out of the bag and go, yes! <laughs> and back down. He's my favorite. Remember that guy? And you referred to Corn the Joke and get it, yes! Okay, okay, okay. Of course. Yes, he did, says with the same reflection. Did you remember a minute ago before he reached his hand out of the, um, the bag? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Let's see. This is a, this is a good, uh... Fill in the audience. <laughs> yeah, this is a review for us and them. Corner joke, the rabbit with a unicorn horn called an Elkmeridge. Elkmeridge. This is the episode where it's just flashbacks it of other yeah. episodes. It's yes, like this a is the montage, montage episode. episode. 
Remember that one time where we got a candle from a witch and didn't need it? Because <laughs> I have fairy fire? I basically guaranteed my first board was going to be like a tiefling or something with the way that that went down. <laughs> <laughs> you see, the candle let us see invisible things. We were fighting a monster that was invisible. And somebody had fairy fire and didn't tell us. I was playing music while they were having their meeting because I'm the guy at the party that just plays the guitar all the time and we'll have to have a recap episode at some point. We should, that would be fun. Now that our music has resumed. <laughs> we didn't have a long pause that we're going to have to edit out later. It's a brief commercial break. And now, a message from our sponsors. Yas and Das's premium food and ale house, opening soon. Now hiring. Yas and Das are currently accepting walk-in interviews for a limited time only. First stop to happiness, second stop between Chelonia and Lunaris, before the Orc camp. Yas and Das are not responsible for any missing livestock, goblin unions, or for Orc interference with travelers or patrons on the road or otherwise. Please consult with your nearest healer or physician before traveling. Anyway, as you uh, exit the hidden gem, we say this walking to Tyrus's. <laughs> we catch up on our Netflix queue, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> the tavern that is carved out of a large geode with blue reflective crystals inside. Or, I'm sorry, purple reflective crystals. That out. <laughs> <laughs> is that the surrounding area or like the actual? Essentially, the entire building is one giant geode. So as you walk in the door, it's just like reflected purple, like crystals on all the walls. Oh my god, I can't wait to see the armor making. Other mechs and stuff. Give me, paint me a picture, Jeff. Paint me a word picture. Uh, as you approach the hidden gem, is essentially one kind of carved out uh, rectangular portal with a wooden door and a carved out hole for a window. Um, but as you, like, it looks very unassuming from the outside. It's just the standard, like, black kind of rock exterior. But as you open it up, it is just, like, purple reflective crystals forming, like, the wall and ceiling. Uh, there are essentially four booths on either side, like, of the walls leading up to the one kind of long back bar that Gwen sits at. Um, the bar kind of stops short about three feet from the side of the wall. And then there's a door in the back where Krom kind of yells out and stuff where you can get a feeling the kitchen is, you know, come out there. Uh, if you were to hang a right instead of continuing through by the back bar, you would go down the hall, which has the four rooms, which you guys are occupying the first one on the left. What does it look like as we walk to the Tyrus? To the Tyrus. Uh, so as you exit the hidden gem, you, you're now like very familiar with the series, you've spent like four nights here now. Uh, you hang a right, you walk past, you, again, like, you're not going around to see the construction zone, you're heading directly to the right, and down the large set of stairs that leads into the central, I want to say cavern, but that central area. Cavern makes it sound cave-like. Very well-constructed hexagonal central chamber, that's what I'm looking for, <laughs> uh, which houses the main market district and some buildings and homes of Deep Shield. As you head down the stairs, uh, you can see the large fountain with the largest of the illuminated crystals shedding light in here, reflected by all the other crystals kind of scattered out the ceiling. You march down, you see people you're starting to recognize more just in passing, like, oh, that guy's familiar. Oh, he's usually here this time of day. As you head down, you cross by the fountain, and you head start to head by the uh, rock bottom in. Uh, Can we hear 
Savathun playing, what's her name? Zivari. Sivari. 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 Not this early in the morning, you're not hearing anything. And as you kind of walk by, um, you see the table you originally met, Mad Mug, Belch, and Pig, the three <laughs> goblins, so you guys keep tricking into doing things. <laughs> uh, it seems like no one's really frequenting it. You do see, like, a goblin just passed out on, like, the little porch area in front so of it. Just recognize. Roll perception. Seventeen. As you walk by, you get a pretty good look at him. You're like, mm, it's not one of them. Good. Our boys are working. But yeah, just kind of slumped <laughs> face down, like head good hanging off the edge of the porch, <laughs> just like mug hanging like over one hand. Just clearly <laughs> drank way too much last night. You start to head toward the science district of Deep Shield, whereas you head up those stairs to see the large blue orbs uh, channeled with kind of an arcane electricity above it. And as you walk back through the doors, you see the large copper coils running through it. And it's a stark difference between like the very traditional dwarven home and the inside. Uh, you see the kind of looted almost library to the right. Um, it has a lot of the same architecture of the royal chamber, but a lot of the intricate jewels that are in the royal chamber have been removed long ago. It looks like a very much abandoned and left to rot building that used to be very ornate. On the left, you see Tyrus Bronze Hands shop, for lack of a better word. Um, lots of electricity. You see tiny robots coming to or fro. You see where you originally dropped off the large cart of gold with uh, Murden Thunder Boots. We had many tricks. <laughs> um, brightly illuminated with the same kind of pulsing blue electricity. You can kind of see like occasional as you walk up, flashes of like bright light shoot out the windows. Like he's clearly working in there. We go in. And inside you go. Inside we go. As you there enter, it goes. <laughs> do we do we do that too? I like stalk after him. Is this a traditional greeting? I've never seen him do it before. Goodbye. I think we should follow suit. Feel free. <laughs> I do it alongside Del. As you all enter, it's a rather interesting like, fashion. <laughs> <laughs> like Angry Bird, my land. <laughs> Not at all as a normal person would enter <laughs> We dance. If we want to. <laughs> we can leave it all behind. Because if our friends... <laughs> What's Tyrus doing? <laughs> uh, as you enter, you see Tyrus is at the table where originally you saw Giddith had been disassembled. He's now at that an entirely different project going on now. Cool. Uh, you see large arc beams like shooting off, like just huge like Tesla coil like arcs shooting up and connecting with large things on the ceiling. That's like almost seems like a protection for him because like heavy electricity is going into this, and any kind of feedback is getting shoof, like sucked up back into these conductors. But he's entirely focused on that. It's not even registered. You guys entered, and as you look around, you see. Little tiny robot assistants kind of running around, a handful of them. You see this giant 
essentially stone golem that he had you'd seen earlier. Um, it essentially looks like a combination of a mad scientist laboratory and a mechanic. Do we see the mech suit in here? Uh, you don't see the mech suit. Good. Del couldn't take it. Tyrus! <laughs> that would be triggering. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. He, he doesn't respond. I reach over to the nearest little assistant and just like... Is is there like a, a bell or something? Uh, my cloak makes an illusionary bell, and I tap it and say, ding! <laughs> At that point, you see one of the arcs, like electricity, sharply hit the conductor coil, and Tyrus straightens his back out as he's going to lean over that. He stretches and you hear his like whole back crack on his back just for hours. And he turns around and like the thick like leather, almost like radiation that you burn, you get when you get an x-ray. Yeah. Like a really heavy duty, turns around, big welding mask thing in front of him. As he pops it up, you can see his like thick beard and look up at you guys. What do you want? Oh, oh, oh sorry. I do this to the bell. Wave it away. Tyrus, we had something to show you. Del, Del has a new power he learned. I think it could be of some use to you. It's. I'm gonna pull out a sword and I'm gonna lay it on the ground. Del, do the thing. No, it's nasty, dirty magic. Yuck. I don't like that stuff. Yuck. No, no, I no. I want no. technology. I want science. Machines <laughs> is the good stuff. Give me that. Yum, yum, yum. That's creepy, Del. <laughs> it's, it is science. In, induction. We call it. How do you know what that is? How do you know what that is? That word just came to me. <laughs> Del, do the thing. Well, that was incredibly scientific sounding, and now I am mildly intrigued. I feel his forehead for fever. <laughs> and also worried about your friend. <laughs> I told you guys I've had really bad headaches lately. Go on, do the thing. I learned to just be disappointed in the three of you. I'm just Del, do the thing. Hey, we to were never cast the that thing. spell again. Del, do the thing. You this did. Morning. Del, you're robot, on the spot. So I do acknowledge you succeeded in your task better than I expected, so I will not be entirely offended. This, and we did it quick. This is science. Heat waves are um, important. All right. I guess I'll waste my a second level spell <laughs> to cast the spell that I just vowed I would never <laughs> cast again. <laughs> and heat up his sword. How's the sword turn? No, fuck that. I'm gonna do precipitation and warm it up with that. <laughs> As you wave your hand over the sword. Sorry, I just raised the rating. <laughs> now we gotta put a big old M next to it. <laughs> I already did that. Don't worry, guys. It's fine. As you wave your hand over, um, you two remember seeing when he cast heat metal on the robot, like next suit, that it turned red and then almost white hot. And as he waves his hand over his sword, there's a color change. 
Are there any like heat waves at all? No. And as Tyrus looks very closely at it. Gonna touch it. You see no. he, what did you do? You hear a loud snort and he just spits on the sword. <laughs> <laughs> and there's not even a sizzle. And uh, he just looks up at you, Flugas, and goes. Somehow I expected more. See, stupid, terrible magic, very inconsistent. Um, to be fair, I say, he did just vow never to do that again. And my, was, my heart wasn't into it. This was hard. This was this was a hard time that we just had yesterday. I I, I apologize, Tyrus. My friend is being a bit shy. Shy? Shy is not the word I would use to describe the group of you three. Did you just call me shy? Oh, oh my I'm gosh, I back away. Mass. I am a bard. I perform for everyone. I'm not shy. You see, Tyrus rubs his hands together, the one bronze gauntlet meeting his flesh hand. And as Del is singing, he just reaches out and sets the bronze hand against his stomach. Del, uh, I'm going to need you to roll a strength check. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, 16. A 16? You have two strength. I have two strength. Yes. Oh Almost instinctively, you take a quick step back as he reaches, which is what saves you from the poof, force impact that hits your stomach and just knocks the wind out of you for a second, but doesn't send you across the room. Sorry about that. <clears throat> I don't know what came over him. As I said, he's being a bit. I flop a hand over his mouth and squeeze where I think his mouth is. <laughs> if only I could cast a of silence. John, I'm quite disappointed in you. As am I. We had quite a good marketing opportunity so, here. What brings the three of you here so very early in the morning? Is it early in the morning? It's early in the morning, guys. Oh. All right. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't know the moss was pointing out, but that was new. That is weird. Um, anyway. It's about 5 a.m. <laughs> 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 oh, I almost had it right! You guys took your long rest at like 7 at night. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Neat. Next time we need to ask what time it is before we go to bed. Um, or what time it is when we wake up. <laughs> Ellie was up at 5 a.m. grinding. Yeah. Ellie. When, excuse me. No, she was up knitting. Breakfast to serve, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, to Tyrus I say, we did not know the time of day because we are underground. Uh, None of us are dwarves. I look at Flugloss for a moment and then look back at Tyrus. You see as Tyrus looks at Flugloss and like brings the same monocle thing that he once looked at you with, and brings it to his eye, and looks at you for a while. I'm gonna brush, like, my cloak with the feathers on it. And then he and brings the monocle back down, oh, looks at the two of you, and goes, Yeah. Clearly there are no dwarves other than me here. I do, like, the cronk ride. And he just heavy sighs. <laughs> <laughs> The most exasperated, like, I am 
not paid enough for this <laughs> type of side. Um, we came here for two reasons, I say holding three fingers up. Um, number one, we wanted to ask if you were looking for gold bars because we know that Murden brought you a shipment and we ourselves have a few of, of gold bars and we were looking to exchange them so we might have more money to invest in the city, the local economy, our projects that we might work with you on. We wondered if there would be some kind of bartering system that you might employ. Yes, we could still. We are closing in on the end of that project, but then I could definitely use some to help finish it off. How many are we talking? I have ten, I think, right, DM? I believe so, yeah. I have ten. And I have like 10,000 gold and yeah. change, so I figured Which that probably 10,000 would be... Roughly 10,000 per bar, yeah. Yeah. Uh, as it kind of picks up, it's like, oh, it's almost an entire shipment. All right, what are you looking for? Uh, well, we had a couple of ideas. Um, uh, as as you uh, saw a moment ago, that I'm I am not strong. <laughs> so I was thinking like something to put on my arms or like a bracer or something that would make me um, stronger. Um, also, as a as a bard, uh, I I like to use my instruments in my adventuring. It's kind of my, my thing. Um, I was wondering maybe, uh, like a flute, um, and, uh, maybe it could do, like, as I'm playing it, I could, there's, like, maybe a trigger or a button or something I could do that would create a bright flash of light that would, uh, uh blind or, or confuse, uh, the, the people that, that were, that were fighting. Now, just to be clear, you're asking me if you could... If I can make you some kind of explosive device that you would hold next to your face, not, not explode, just 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 a, a light flash. Yeah, something that goes big and bang. If you want to be two inches from your face, I'm not, I'm not bang, like like a. What about something highly like reflective no, that I you think could that pass the light in cool. front of, and then it might. Sure, that thing. Can you do that thing? Or something that shoots. Pirate's just like a heavy size. You're looking for something that can incapacitate an enemy, and you want it to be a musical instrument. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, if your heart is set on some sort of large flashbang, I can do that. Or you can maybe let me put something together that would work similarly, that maybe wouldn't literally kill you. We need him alive. I don't know. My idea is not very good. No, we need you alive. Okay. Take it from someone who's been in a few shot accidents, and as he raises his like bronze hand and like wiggles the fingers, he brings it back down. We'll take it. Sorry for your pain. I cast healing word on it. It does nothing. <laughs> it makes him feel worse. Um, I say to whisper, why do you lie? I, I just thought maybe. Why are you so awkward here? I just wanted to. Are you thinking a hand? Right. <laughs> I need to have two. He's like, um, he's like, oh, that guy with police. Who am I thinking of? Sting? No, that's not at all. <laughs> 
The guy with the police? Who else could it be? Oh, uh, Ben from Parks and Rec with police. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's who you are, you're Ben Wyatt. <laughs> you remember Ben Wyatt from Parks and Rec? Yeah. How, like, every time you talk to a police officer, you'd be like, Hello, sir! How are you doing tonight? Like, oh, you'd, yeah. like, freak out. <laughs> it's like that. I'm tired. <laughs> Pardon my 13-year-old voice cracks. Don't mind me. <laughs> that was a worse. That was a worthwhile wasted spell. Stop saying spell. Science. Worthwhile wasted science. That's about what I expected magic so far. Yeah, me too. I just wanted another further representation of how gross magic is, Del, we're you guys. Gonna talk, Del, we're going to talk about this later. I'm so sorry, Tyrus. I have no control over this. Your arms in my face. Nobody has control of magic. That's why we should stop using it because it's awful. Tyrus, this bowl of pretzels is delicious. I was saving that for my lunch. <laughs> oh. And it's on the ground. I slid it towards it. So, is there any other requests you have in exchange for the gold bars? Blue bluff. So, I know, I know, it's embarrassing to say, but as an Eric Cochran myself, I've never been able to fly. I, right, I imagine you have never flown before. It's neat to see the side eye of two of you going. I, I have like one of those like, <laughs> expressions on my face like, my beak probably falls open a little, I don't know, I don't know birds. <laughs> Is there any way you can teach me? <laughs> right, as an adept flyer myself. Well, you too are a, a featherless Eric Hogan. <sighs> I can tell by the, the long hair and the. You would like something that would allow you to fly. That would. That would be quite nice. Or maybe just, I, I say to Tim in like a whisper, or maybe just like jump really high. That'd be okay too. That is more easily achievable. I whispered though, so Food Loss doesn't hear. I'm playing with the robot dog. You see, as Food Loss plays with the little robot dog, uh, Tyrus briefly, like, you see a slight smile creep as he looks at the little dog, and then he goes back to looking very stern at you guys. <laughs> Why I'm, da I'm dancing. So much? I'm dancing with the robot dog. <laughs> Ow! Aw. <laughs> uh, Tars looks at the dog no. and just kind of goes, If you want him to fly, that would be all of it, and then some. Figured. If you want jumping high, I can probably do that and the special instruments. As, and as he's playing with the dog, I, I say to Tyrus, as long as you really sell it, we'll do that. Wouldn't it make him so much happier if he could just fly, though? I think we'd get in a lot more trouble. We can work up to that too. We we'll make more money as we go along, and we can always come back and commission some other 
we don't have any. Like, we have 200 gold plus whatever you guys have beyond the bars. Everyone's going to those caverns that are finding this information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I'm aware. It's good, that's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It'll be a net positive. <laughs> Sense. I wouldn't exactly. He said the thing! I said it. Boom! Got him. <laughs> He said the thing! <laughs> That's the money shot. Since I would not entirely We're not. This, there's no camera. <laughs> a fancy instrument and the boots or whatever I decide to make. He's scared of things covering his feet. Just oh, as yeah, no up. boots, no shoes. Mm-mm. Maybe Dickies. like a, a, a leg bracer. A whole leg brace. That would be great. I was about to say it wasn't entirely even, but now we want things that make someone jump that can't go on their feet. So Legs no, I would call that even. Legs are fine. As we keep just upping the difficulty of the things I need to make for you. But so. on the plus side, you have a band of adventurers who get stuff done, albeit unorthodoxly, who would love to work for you again in the future. Tell me the thing. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Del almost did the thing. At you again, Del, and then just looks away again, disappointed. This is going famously. Now. Thank you. I believe we had some other business in exchange for the mech suit you brought back for me. Yes. Which, for those of you listening along at home, was considered the loading rig on the Monster Manual. <laughs> Uh, He goes back to the desk he was working on, and he pulls off what looks like an extraordinarily, like, it, it almost looks like heavy clay armor for a human, but it has these, like, intricate blue like etchings going along it, uh, kind of lining all the different outer ridges. Like there's a sharp, almost ice blue, like sculpting to all the edges, uh, outlining almost a scale pattern as it runs down the chest piece. And as he holds it up, he goes, I designed these for the little dragon friend who can materialize. I, I point behind me where he's been sitting this whole time. And as he looks at Steppers, he kind of walks over and holds up the giant. As you realize that this is essentially a giant like breastplate for him. He goes, uh, I have measurements seem to be on point. And he hands it to you. And as you reach out, it is surprisingly dense. Like, he got me. I stagger a little bit because my bird arms. He goes. You don't intend to sneak him anywhere, right? He's really bad at sneaking. Well, it'll probably be even worse. Yeah, he leaves that to me. And uh, he reaches back to the table and he pulls off two... These ones are more long and jointed in the corners. And he kind of looks and goes... I'm not sure if these would fit wings. But I had an idea for a future. Ooh. That is very appreciated. And he kind of hands it to you. He is, like, are they bigger than, like, his wings are now? A little, a little baby wings? Yeah. Eventually it'll fit the first portion, 
But it looks like the second fork is like a joint that can disconnect and like reattach later oh, on. Oh, cool. So like they might fit his next form and then the attachments will fit his... It would probably hit as he grows to a medium size, but there's no way it would reach. Like he's going to be way too big for a large size. That's cool. We'll be back with that. I say to nobody in particular. As I'm like measuring it against his wings, we'll be back. Uh, if you decide to put these on peppers, uh, it will give him a plus one to AC. Oh, cool. Well, like the whole thing, or like with the wings too, or like... Yeah, whole shebang. Okay, so essentially like, his armor set. Cool. I start, I forget where we are entirely, and I just start getting this boy dressed. Roll in, Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Do I get advantage because he's my boy? Sure. Okay. Good. Because that was, I mean, that was still 14. That's 19. No, 17. I know that. Plus 6, plus 11 is 17. Stippers puts it on pretty well. You see, as you go to, like, put over the, the kind of chest plate armor, it has to go over his head, and he kind of, like, like shakes his head violently back and forth first, eventually you get him to, like, get his head in there. It fits pretty well. Yes, Steppers, you're such a handsome boy. Yeah, Steppers kind of, like, leans up. You see, like, a big smile go across his face as he, like, kind of, then kind of leans over on his side with the heavy armor on, just lays down. Does, does he look like he's enjoying it? He doesn't seem overly bothered. I wouldn't say he loves it right now, but... He'll, he'll get stronger. Yeah. He'll get stronger and fit it better. Yeah. Or rather, acquire the muscle. He's just a baby. Guys, he's just a baby. Yeah, he's our tank. He is our tank somehow, yes. <laughs> and your DPS. And, and our DPS. DPS. <laughs> Ooh, the dragon like his, of a thousand crits. Yes, the dragon <laughs> of a thousand crits. If I decide to engage at all. I've like dedicated this particular <laughs> d20 only to steppers. And whenever I roll it, it's bad. But for him, it's gold. I think it's still red. Actually, it's plastic. Taris looks somewhat pleased for like a brief second that it looks like everything he did just fit together perfectly. And then pretty quickly goes back to the start book. Thank you, Titus. I'm very excited to test this out. It was an exchange for the job you pulled, so paper. Now, I believe you also had ordered some arrows. How did that front go? Well, I made these, and he pulls out ten. Uh, they look like normal arrows. Uh, he pulls out one more, and he loads it into somewhat of like a crossbow he had in the corner. And he goes, a brief demonstration. I love these. And as he pulls it, he fires it into like a large cork board on the other end, and you can see as it fires at about like 10 feet away, it looks like it separates into three. Oh, and training goals. That's awesome. Um, Literally training the last. <laughs> as he walks up, you can see as he pulls it, it essentially, it's the same mass of the arrow, but it's like, it's much thinner. It's like the arrow literally divided on the three mid arrow. And he's like, he comes back to you with the, the three pieces and goes, they can be fired once, and they do less damage because of the mass reduction. 
However, you can potentially hit three targets with them. That's very, very amazing. As we agreed, a gold piece for these ones. If you have separate, just do the lightning bolt. Yeah, it's actually chargeable. I have my favorite exotic again. <laughs> now, I took the liberty of upgrading the idea because this was a bit too small for me. I, I don't know whether to feel insulted or proud. <laughs> <laughs> and he hands you a thicker bolt. Ooh. It seems like a heavier arrow. And uh, he says I could make one of these as it's slightly more difficult to achieve. And he passes it to you. See, he reaches over to his desk and pulls off another one. Demonstration. And he loads it into his crossbow. And then he looks at you three and goes, we should step outside. And as you exit his shop, he kind of looks down toward the back wall where it looks like it's more like a junkyard back there. Like, you see bits of metal and just thrown away projects. Um, Roll perception for me. I'm pretty enthused by this, uh, a 16. Uh, 10. Uh, Del, you don't quite make it out. Uh, Flew glass and poker, you notice... Make it out? <laughs> yeah, you got here. Uh, <laughs> do you have a second character, Steven? Uh, well, I do. <laughs> As I tell you every day. As you look over the junkyard, uh, you make out what looks to be the arm of the mech suit you brought is, like, in the junk pile. Oh, man. And he loads the heavy-looking bolt, and he takes a step forward in the group. He's maybe only, like, 30 feet away from the junk pile at this point. And as he fires the bolt, there's a slight whistling sound as it flies, and as it connects with some of the junk pile, it ignites into a ball of flame that just continues to burn for a little while before eventually fading. Mm, that's really cool. And as he turns to look back at the three of you, he just kind of... I'm going to explain this anyway, even though I'm pretty sure the three of you are going to entirely understand. I've combined a lot of the science of the alchemist fire, put it into a fireable version of bow and arrow. The mixture of chemicals are trapped inside the shaft of the arrow, and as it detonates, you will see the point of the arrow actually ruptures it, creating a point where the oxygen can mesh with the two chemicals, which creates the reaction that produces the flame. And I, these are somewhat more difficult to make. Ten gold apiece for these. I have one now. But should you return, I can make more. That's, that's very impressive, and I cannot believe your work. Maybe before we leave this place, we could work out an arrangement where, you know, if you had some extra stock of those, I could buy them every time we're in town. Maybe we'll, we could talk before we leave. You know, Tyrus, I would almost consider your scientific ability to be magical. Why do you do this Don't to us? ever say that again. You're right. I, my apologies. I'm so sorry. 
This is science, point, and fact. You saw the point. Magic cheapens it. <laughs> Wait, it would be cheaper if it was magic? Guys. Don't. I was only trying to guess. Guys. We're, this is, the, the deal is we got all of this stuff <laughs> for doing a job. But we could get it cheaper. You pay for quality. And hey, you will, as he holds out his yeah. hand. Uh, I give him ten goals to start and say I'll take the multiple fireball ones for now, and I assume we'll be making more gold on our way back, because the gold bars were most of my money. <laughs> That's fair. And so we will return. Or I will return to buy the I mean, uh, goals you work. Take his well, I'm going to when, we're, when, we, when we make a deal. Uh, we'll get to work on the requisitions. You can pass over the bars. How much was the giant fireball one? Uh, ten. ten seemed to, I mean, the giant fireball seemed a little excessive, but I'll buy that one. I have seven gold now, everybody. <laughs> You're gonna buy it. I'll, I'll buy the giant fireball one for. Oh, fireball arrow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, essentially, you are able to cast uh, the alchemist fire jar, but it's at a That's so cool, Jeff. Uh, however, it's going to be an arrow that essentially can fire in a 15-foot cone. Okay. Uh, and you can hit three targets, but it reduces the uh, damage to 1d4 per target. Okay, so 1d4 per... Here's a question. If Steppers blesses them, is it... It would still be affected by Steppers. 1d6 for the whole cluster, or a d6 per arrow split? Or it'd be like a d4 instead. You could choose to either have him focus on one or spread it between the three. How would it work if it was spread? Would it be reduced damage? Uh, essentially, whatever you rolled would be divided between each shot. Okay, cool. So That's cool. With a six, if you rolled a six, yeah. two for each. Okay, cool. Oh. Anyway, what were we doing? Uh, uh, Tyrus just showed off his cool alchemist bolt. And then Del bought me a really nice explodey arrow. So After now I have two explodey briefly things. insulted the three of you and said you all think too small. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's fair. At this point, um, Tyrus just kind of turns and goes, if that's all, and holds out his, like, large, like, the bronze gauntlet he wears on his arm to uh, take the ten bars of gold. What was that jar he gave us for, um... To destroy the... Yeah, because I didn't... That that was Alchemist Fire. So I have two Alchemist Fire. You have one throwable jar and one fireable bolt. Right, it's like a placeholder just so I know that I have it. But I'm gonna have to add another one because I have another one. Okay, I'll take the other one away after the homebrew item. There's so many grenades. I have everything that you guys can't be trusted with except for the beans. (laughs) And the pots. And the pots. I used my beans. Steven, no. At this point, Tyrus is just awkwardly <laughs> holding his arm out, waiting for you to give him the gold bars. <laughs> I uh, I start taking them out of the the bag of, of holding and I'm like, get him, please, please, clear the bars, get it, please. Uh, you reach out and take the first one without issue, <laughs> but as you start to pull the second one out, it gets about three inches out of the top of the bag before a little plant pan goes milk. <laughs> <laughs> I take out like my last remaining silver pieces and just like no. Look, Dog. Like, get it, look! There's a long pause, and then the other claw reaches <laughs> up. <laughs> I give him one, and I dangle another one over. <laughs> you see the clamp hit the silver bar, and then they both go down the silver piece, and they both go down back in the box. Dang it. <laughs> well, his hands are full, so I start taking out the other ones. No. 
You get about another three before you get, pull the other one out and nope! <laughs> no. <laughs> grabs it again. Get can, I, can I arm wrestle him for it? Do a strike check. Oh gosh. No. I hope I'm stronger than a tiny round metal man. No. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I can't scroll. Uh, 19. Yeah, you just pull it straight out, and there's just a sliver, like, how you peel, like, little gold slivers oh, man, from each dust. side, just as you pull it out of his hand, he goes, no. Oh, Kenneth, I'm sorry. <laughs> pulls the hand back in. Kenneth, I'm so sorry. Now you just have to do it nine more times. Now you got about five out now. Okay. Because as he was distracted with the silver. So I have five more? Yeah, you gotta get five more. Okay, I start trying to rush it. Uh, for the sake of you speeding so long... There's a, well, at least one more interaction with Giddith before you finally get all ten out. Buddy, I'm sorry. And then as you pull the tenth out, you just hear, I'm under the books. Aww. <laughs> I, I stick my whole head, like, practically near you, and I just start whispering, like, don't worry, buddy, we'll get you a nice big plate sometime soon. What does it look like inside of the bag folding? It looks like an, just an empty bag. Really? Yeah. Like, there is nothing in there. Oh. Is it stamp? So I'm just whispering into the void. You essentially, as you put your head in there, uh, it blocks out all life. You don't see much. Mm. It's just dark. And briefly you realize you can't breathe. Um, I exit. Get those responses. Good thing you get this breathing person. I say out loud. <laughs> breathing. Did you guys know Wait, there wasn't any we, air in there? Haven't we thrown Cornajoke in there? No. Corner joke has never gone. He's never gone in the bag. Okay. He's never gone in the bag. Jeff made sure Cornajoke would not go in the bag. <laughs> Good. That's for the best. We put that guy's arm in there once. You did put that guy's arm. And there's a bunch of squishy dead. Uh, you have insects. a bunch of dead baby Cruthix. Yeah. You and still uh, have 15 pieces of uh, Chitin armor. Talk to Shara about. I remember things. That one time. Maybe we could trade in those uh, no. armor pieces. No? Maybe for the Well, maybe. But DM, would he be the kind to make armor out of something natural, or is he purely like a metal guy? He could potentially do something with it, but it wouldn't be entirely in his wheelhouse. Would Shara be a better resource for Shara that? Shara would be the much more like, I make things out yeah. of pelts and hides. And I explained that to Del. <laughs> See, Shara is where it's at, man. Plus, we said we bring, we bring that stuff back to her, like the acid pouch. She might either have a use for it, or she might pay us for it. We She's can sell it. She can do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. She wants the whiskey. <laughs> Now that you can tire the bars, you just kind of walk back when you're shopping. And only choose three in the alley. Do I have the arrows now? You have the arrows. Ten of the, you said ten of the split shaft? Ten multi-shot, one alchemist fire shot. What else do we have to do right now? The queen wanted us to check out the mind players. Yeah. Disappearances. And the goblins are working so on So we should check on what they found, because they said a day or two. It's been a day or two. It's been a all day. Today. But we can see they have would you go sit at their table? Doesn't hurt anything to try. You can talk to Shaburi again. Sabari? Yeah. <laughs> I, I take an ownership of this episode. I really know. It's the only one who's name I off of you. I have a headcanon that like Coca can't say all the sounds with her beat, so some names she just gets wrong every single time. Like remember.
While we take a second to recover, here's a message from our sponsors. If you haven't stopped by the Hidden Flower for your alchemistic and magical item needs, then get the Let Out Travelers. Operated and owned by an experienced traveler of yore, get all of your basic bean, pot, and potion needs here. Now accepting trade-ins of equal or lesser value, but only if they are magic beans. Triss is not responsible for any bean-related incident, injury, property damage, law infraction, or workplace injury. Consult your local litigator before purchasing, using, or finding magical beans. No background check required for purchase of beans. You hear from the distance. This corner joke is niggling on the top of your boot. <laughs> <laughs> deep well, I was insinuating it was like an old lady or something. Like in the distance. Yeah. Well, thank God something to do. Let's go, guys. <laughs> oh no, I'm being attacked. No. <laughs> I'm falling and I can't get up. <laughs> I said we make this cannon, guys. Hurry before Jeff gets <laughs> It's dead silent in the attic. <laughs> David, you hear nothing. <laughs> because I am the DM. <laughs> Not Everett. <laughs> Not Steven either. And for the love of Pete. Not Callie, ever. <laughs> Someday that may come up again, but... <laughs> that, was the, that was the story. It was a funny dynamic. It was weird. It was a time long ago. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're here in the alley of Deep Shield between the library and... Heading to rock bottom? Question mark? I think that's what we decided. Yeah. I think we're going to go try that's... to find Mad... Mad... Mad Face. Bug. Mad Mad Mug. Mad Mug. Mad Mug Pig and Bell. Burp and Bovine-ish creature. Pigs aren't... What are they? They're not bovines, what are they? Think? No, that's cows. They're swinish. You want some cheese to go with that swine? Ah. <laughs> and then you put two pieces of bread and you get yourself a hen cheese. Boom. Got him. <laughs> You're a vegan. You got yourself uh, a good afternoon meal. Sponsored by Ham and Cheeses. <laughs> and I'm kosher. Pepper's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm vegetarian. <laughs> this, this joke does not land with any of us. No, it doesn't. Our bottom, here we go. Yes, we're heading to the bottom. As you exit the science district and head back downstairs, uh, you walk past the science district? Yeah. It's a whole district of science? It's pretty much... It's divided into districts, but it has not exactly been fully... The whole district is just the library. There are very large buildings, but... I mean, what else are you going to call it? Science district. The science hexagon. Science promenade. <laughs> Steve, what is your mini today? It's a hag. Nice. Very good. Yep. That looks like a hag if I ever saw one. As you approach rock bottom, it's now... Maybe <laughs> noon. It took us seven hours to get from Cyrus's to, to the town. There was a demonstration. But we had to get out of bed. There was, there was a lot of talking, armor fitting of a dragon. 
I choose to believe that we were just a lot of discussion in the alley afterwards. We sat down. We stopped for like tea somewhere. Quick short rest in the alley. Are there are there any like coffee shops nearby? Well, you have a brewer's kit. You just brewed us something. I brewed us something. There we go. I don't know how the brewer's kit works. I don't know if you can even do that. Takes about an hour. We had time. We spent seven as you hung out in the alley. Yeah. (laughs) That's why we're all a little punchy. Made a nice coffee brew. (laughs) Nice pour over. (laughs) Nice Chemex. I'm triggered. In the dirty alley. (laughs) (laughs) What has Tyrus been thinking as we've. He took the gold and went back to the shop. You guys essentially just sat down in the middle of this area that not many people go to next to the junk pile and started doing a pour over. (laughs) While you're brewing, I'm going to give you inspiration. And then I'll get it back because we take a short rest. <laughs> uh, roll survival. <laughs> Add this to it. I think. <laughs> oh, hot dang. This is going to be the best coffee you ever guys try to have. Oh, heck yeah. My survival is really good. Eleven. After all that. <laughs> With Dell's help, artfully playing guitar music as you pour your pour over. It's a nice cup of coffee. What, what do you guys think? I pretend to drink it because he probably doesn't know that birds can't have caffeine. And so I'm just like doing the conflict. Like, pouring it over my shoulder. It's good. It's, it's fine. It's adequate. She's always loved my coffee. You can tell the beans are a little burned, but otherwise... Oh man, burned coffee beans. I guess I'll turn into a dwarf so I can take my mask off and start <laughs> drinking it. It looks eerily like Tyrus. <laughs> the coffee? Awesome. The coffee! <laughs> the the coffee. coffee looks just like Tyrus. <laughs> I, I call this the Tyrus brew because he's dark and doesn't have much flavor. <laughs> anyway, after your delightful cup of coffee outside of Tyrus' shop, as you head back down to rock bottom, in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you notice that goblin who was originally drunk and passed down the steps has gotten up and made his way roughly two houses over and is now just sitting down by the side of the road. Um, you can tell there's a little more commotion going on in the inside, but it's definitely like not like bustling, busy hours for you rock bottom. Play? Uh, you hear what looks, sounds, well, roll perception. <laughs> no, she was listening. I just tell you everything. Tell me everything. What do you know? I know 15 amounts. I'm going to say having kind of hung out with Del for long enough now, you can tell she's playing music, but it sounds more like a warm-up. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I there's still some faint tuning going. Like, there's a melody, and then you hear a note, and then just a... <laughs> and then the song starts to play again. <laughs> Under my eyes, she's in their voice. Are the, are the goblins here? The goblins not there. Sharon is. Oh. Well, you guys want to hang out and listen to some music? Come on, sure. They will see us here at their table. Um, that's a good possibility. Yeah. The t- their table's outside, though, right? Their table is outside on the front porch. We could sit at their table, like we're like we're signaling we want to meet. Unless you want to sit inside. I want to watch the show. I can sit outside. Sure. No, I think we should go in. We can go in. We 
Honestly, I wouldn't probably wouldn't pay attention to the meeting anyway. Maybe maybe Della could learn a lot from this musician. Or she could learn a lot from him. You know, it's a collaborative thing. We all learn something from each other, you know, so it's, uh... Mm -hmm. Us artists are a, a, a tight-knit group. Uh... <laughs> as you guys go in, you know it is still, like, dim in there? Uh-huh. Mainly because it's clear there is no, like, actual... Everything in the cavern is, like, illuminated by these glowing crystals. There are no crystals in here. Uh, it is just kind of dim. Like, only the ambient light from the outside illuminates it. And from this kind of dim lighting, uh, you see Shuli Ogres behind the bar. Um, he has a towel and it looks like he's like mimicking cleaning. But he's just kind of like staring up the ceiling and just like rubbing the same spot on the bar. Just maybe lost in thought, maybe asleep. You're not entirely sure. Uh, as you look around, there's not many people in here yet. Uh, there's still like one or two goblins just passed out from the night before still. <laughs> just like, oh gosh. their little bodies could not handle the amount of drink they had. Because <laughs> as you remember, at rock bottom there is the one drink you yeah, can order. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I'm not going to order a drink today. Um, you see Savari in like the far corner, on the same stage that you had seen her before, roughly two days earlier. Um, kind of warming up on a loop, and as the door opens and like light floods in, she looks up and you just see her eyes narrow at you, Del. And she just kind of continues the warm up, but just keeps giving you like the evil eye as you walk around in here. Del, should we wave? I'm gonna wave. Hi! Is there a table near the, the stage? Hmm. It's not so much a table, it's more like a barrel. And then like, there's a stool that one leg is like a little shorter than the other. And then like two passable chairs. <laughs> I mean, you guys could like make it work, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I know this is a little messy, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it work. Okay, we trust you. You guys all see this video? I'm gonna go get a, a so. I'm gonna go get drink. That didn't work out for you well last time. I was fine. It was fine. Uh, you guys that me. night was the closest I've ever come to flying. Oh gosh. Safari's still kind of giving you the death stare as Fluvas uh, heads over to Shul the Ogre. And as you approach the bar, Shul is just still staring at the ceiling, kind of mouth hanging open. Like just rubbing the same spot on the bar with a greasy towel. <laughs> sure, sure, my friend. I'm gonna flick him a coin. As the coin kind of lands on the bar and like does the little roll in a circle thing, you kind of sure just kind of snaps out of it for a second. And he kind of brings like his head back down to you, and you can see like the hunched whole shoulder and everything as he kind of looks at you and goes, Yeah. That is uh, one one fine piece of um, currency for uh, for a drink. You, you want drink? One drink. You see, like the large hand just drops the towel on the floor, <laughs> smacks the gold, pulls it, and, like shoves it in his little like coin purse. 
And he just goes over with the big tankard and just pours one big drink from you from the one tap. Shuts it again and kind of walks over and puts it in front of you. So, sure, um... The Rock Bottom, huh? Yeah. Is that your name? Did you name that? Yeah. I, I find that to be a very, um... A very elegant name. How did you come up with it? There are, there are rocks downstairs. <laughs> in, in the basement here? Yeah. How many rocks? Lots of rocks. Are they your rocks? Yeah. <laughs> Where did you did you bring them down there yourself or did you just find them down there? They were there. Oh, I understand now. Good talking to you, buddy. I will take my drink now. Okay, bye. <laughs> and you see, he kind of just like doesn't move as you like turn around. <laughs> he, kind of, like, walk, he just kind of like watches you walk away. <laughs> I kind of look back at Shaw as I get to the table. I go, you know, don't, don't, don't make eye contact. <laughs> I stay staring at the door. Don't, uh. I try to stealthily drink from my own water while we're in there. Is, did you did you order that? Yeah. I wouldn't. Try. No, of course I didn't. This is my water punch. Okay. It's very awkward because I have to like, ah, and then do like the blah 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 blah. You don't like put your beef in the. Well, no, because if I drink from something, it has to be like a bowl. So when I when I have to order something, it has to be like a bowl of water, so I can, you know, my entire face into. Uh, just for funsies, uh, food loss rule, constitutions. Schmick. Don't you have, like, a brewer? I think, do brewers get, like, special something? Uh, dwarves get a, uh, I think I want to say advantage on constitution and something or others. They do, they get a, um, not even look at the right one, a nine. Alright. Uh, it is kind of quiet in here. Mm -hmm. Savari's still kind of warming up, but now that she's kind of seen you come in, it's just still like angry eyes. As you can tell, she's definitely like trying to put more of a show on, and she's like playing and still warming up just to show off a little bit. Uh, and it's going well. <laughs> you can see how she's playing. It, it just sounds amazing, and you're kind of stunned by the fact for a second that you're like, this is the like this sounds nothing like the concert before. Like this sounds like borderline master playing right now. As you're listening, you're just going. Tell she's way better than you were. Were you've gotten better too? Really know how to hurt you. People friendly. Who's with you today? You're being so mean to me. No. That was not for offense. I'd like to cheer her on. Woo, Savari, you're amazing. Here, have this D8 of inspiration for your next role. 
as you yell like these helpful words to her, she kind of plays and then like pretends to ignore you. As you can like, you play a lot of very like encouraging, boisterous music with your bardic work. Her music has what was originally sounding more aggressive at the uh, Moon Festival. It's now somewhat haunting as she plays in this place. Like, it's very minor chord, but melodic. And you can tell, like, especially these rock walls that you're in, it just reverberates and builds on itself as she plays. And it's just is very... Like that? A lot like this. <laughs> like, not so much spooky, but just kind of somber, but also beautiful at the same time. Yeah, that's not, a lot different than she did at the festival. Me, but very, like, very talented. I think it's hard to compare two different It's, it's really, it really, well, we're like, it's, yeah, exactly. But no, because I want to listen. You sit and listen, and she plays through a solid piece. And eventually she stops and comes down and walks, not leaving eye contact with you, though, where she assumes your eyes would be in your mask. <laughs> Uh, well, we were meeting some goblins, but uh, I also decided I want to make a play. You came to meet some goblins? Yeah, we got some goblins that are doing some work for us. You know, like, um, we made a, uh, we had some work that we needed to do, uh, and we thought these guys could probably do, we could, uh... Tell you for No, well, I'm just, we just, we, we made a deal. You know, like, have you ever, like, made a deal? You're saying someone's maybe out of your depth and you need to hire some professionals to help you deal with the situation? No, we were delegating some responsibility, because we had other more important things to do. You weren't good enough. I am, I am. Yeah, he's totally right. They they found out that there's, like, demons or something around here or whatnot. Luckily, we're the sort of professionals who. For the who first can time, you see her eyes leave Dell and look at you very intently. And I need you to roll a deception check. <laughs> oh boy. 12. Her eyes narrow very sharply. I continue smiling. Kind of unaware of what I said. <laughs> I'm choosing to just continue like. Uh, 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 uh. Anyway, we're very. Oh, drinking water. Drinking water <laughs> was my noise effect for that. We're we're very good at, at dealing with that kind of thing. So, demons and and monsters and things, and and helping people out of tough situations that they might have found themselves in. Oh yeah, Del's a cleric. He does all the the magic, healing and stuff. I do some healing. I'm not necessarily a. A cleric, but uh, I thought you were a cleric. No, he just makes friends with clerics. I that would explain why you need the goblins to do the actual heavy lifting for you. I mean, they're finding information. Doesn't know a cleric? No. Um, do you know what a cleric is? But you know, when goblins step out of line, I usually set them on fire. I, I thought I did. That's true. You did that yesterday. Savvy for you. Yeah, that one wasn't savvy. Um, but anyway. Um, 
Oh yeah, we better hope that we don't have any demons hanging over over our shoulder after that one, Del. Yeah, that was a. Otherwise, we need some people to help help you out. Yeah. Well, you we know, we've a... all been hearing voices lately, so it'd be best if we didn't hear any more. Sure, still look at you, Fulas, and you can see with her natural tiefling appearance, she looks at you and she goes, "I've been called a demon myself." Oh, I I would question. I I didn't mean you. Insulting. No, no, no. That was wrong choice of words. I mean, demons are pretty powerful. I don't know if that'd be an insult. You're a powerful bard. You're darn right I am. Well, this is not my first time here. However, it is going to be my last night as I'm leaving. So, if that's sad. Are you going to come stay at the Hidden Gem? Because I know they would love some music. Dell hasn't gotten a chance to play there very often. Agreed to stay here for the week, and now my week is up. I will be moving out of Deep Shield. That is really too bad. Wait. I've been trying to get a, a show set up at the castle, and I was really hoping that you might be able to play. Can't, well, I, I can't stay for more days. And why would I play with someone who likes you? Well, you get an audience the food. recognition, yeah. collaborating artists. It's like that's that's what you we do. You know how much that like tortoise and bards make a lot. If you're staying here, you can't be making much. I mean, this clientele ain't great. However, I will be playing with you amateurs. No, well, you could open. You could start. Start the show and close too. I right, Del? That is actually exactly what I was thinking, is that well, you would close the show. An opening and a closing together would be the same amount of time a full show would be, and you would be the first and last things they hear. I think the best thing I could do for my own personal show is to not associate it with the likes of youth Lee. That's Especially after the last time that I played. Well, that was a competition. This would be like a collaboration. And you three clearly did something to throw off my act. We just Only after started. you did. Yeah, uh, they didn't do, I didn't anything, do anything to throw I off your act. I just flew and got stabbed. All I know is that three of you were there, and that show went worse than I've ever flown before. So you three clearly did something about it. If you've never played. Don't forget that. I don't know why you have such a grudge. That, that, maybe Oops. that's the demonish attitude that people think about you. Whoa! I mean, if that people that's are calling bit, her a that's demon, a bit that's not very nice. But if you're rude, I apologize for my friend. You know what, pal? It's just some people can be really bigoted. I'm very much against all this monster talk. Well, he's, I've been, well, he's talking. I push him off. I've been called <laughs> that sort of thing myself, and uh, that's. That's one of the things that, with my music, I'm trying to fight. Uh, Coco roll strength check. Five. <laughs> you go to push, and it's your chair that rocks back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and then you start to lose your balance for a second, uh, and then reset as the table wobbles. If, if anything, a, a show at the palace would be our, our opportunity to raise, raise awareness. Roll persuasion for me. I would be happy to. I should never roll persuasion ever. Uh, let's see. Okay. Yes. Very good. Oh no. That's okay because I can't roll lower than ten. Okay. Because I'm a silver tongue bard. Boom. <laughs> uh, so seventeen. 
She looks at you and goes, I'm happy where I am. And, what kind of conditions and I intend to move on from here to greener pastures. Greener pastures? Where is that on the map? As a bar of the world, you know some more turns of phrase. I stand up and I turn around. I insight check her to see if she's lying and throw us off the path. Sure. honest that this is probably her last night in the city. And that she's heading somewhere better, quote-unquote. You're not entirely sure about that part. But you at least know she's not going to be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then over to Dell and whisper, maybe mushroom girl. She's already been in the arms. Okay. On the other path. Alright, well, can, can we ask why you're leaving so suddenly? I feel as though we have a, an excellent opportunity here. I just wanted to know if, by all means, tomorrow you can play here. You should. If you think this is such an excellent opportunity. Uh, well, hassle. However, I feel like the people would be rather disappointed by your performance after mine. It wouldn't be me. So, is there anything else? Or are you going to continue to darken my doorstep? That's another turn of phrase. Dill, the masked bard. It's already was dark in here before we got here. Do you need your eyes checked? Well, there's no lights. Oh, you have dark vision, don't you? Dark doesn't bother me. She's got dark vision. Okay. Wish I had dark vision. I just have blind sight. Yeah. On that note, and she turns and heads back to the stage. That wasn't very nice of her, Del. I thought it was a generous offer. You know, so she puts away the lens and pulls out a violin and starts to like tune it up now. Mm-hmm. Back down and listen to the show. <laughs> when she starts getting going, I'm gonna cast Fairy Fire on her. <laughs> <laughs> I um start watching for Mad Mug. It is somehow even better than the loop play. <laughs> what? Whoa! <laughs> Twenty-five. She opens up anger. And as she just angrily, like you can tell, there is definitely like the loop portion had been that like. Somber. You can tell this violin piece is definitely more energy into it, but it has that same, like... It is definitely not what anyone is there happy music. It seems more like what she would have wanted to play at the Moon Festival. Like a... It's got that dramatic, like, fiery beat to it going on that... If this was a better location, probably people would be dancing to. However, it's mainly just Shul who has now started to bob his head behind the bar while staring at still at you guys. Is anybody in the bar actually either conscious or like paying attention? Not really. You got the two just straight passed out goblins. <laughs> just imagine yeah. a practically empty room with like one guy at a table like leaned over like and completely passed out. The construction crew, who was like kind of frequenting this area, this is like where they were staying. Yeah, no. Have all left. That's so sad. Like you've essentially had a lot of the regular business of this area have now left the city. 
And now that like it's the middle of the day, a lot of the dwarf construction workers are out work like building the stuff. It's this is not the opportune time for this place. This was not ideal. People don't come here for lunch. <laughs> this is <laughs> where you go to drown your sorrows at the end oh, of the man. day. Oh man. Does um Shoal offer any food? No. It is just drink. It is just drink. I'm so sad. She probably heard about about your sandwich too, or your bread, your Dell, Dell special. I mean, I understand jealousy that happens when you're in this line of work. I just, I wish that we could come together and have, uh... Hug it out, so to speak. Yeah. I'm sure she would love a hug. I think she's not ready for it, but we might coming. get there. Yeah, we'll get there. She's gonna be my friend someday. Mm-hmm. We're gonna bridge gaps, mm-hmm. the two of us together. Mm-hmm. Just make sure that the gap that is bridged is not space between her horns on your head. That would probably hurt. Goblins showed up yet? Do I see any goblins? Roll perception. Natural 20. Oh, dang. <laughs> Holy buckets. What there a is. great time for that. Right? <laughs> There's so many goblins. That wasn't my animal handling for once. <laughs> uh, not only did you find the goblins, you found Woot. <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen that goat before yeah. in my life. And, and those books that the queen has. <laughs> you see everything. <laughs> and Morgan's in, Including the pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there it is. Hey, look. Oh look, there, there's the story. It's just right in the middle of the... <laughs> uh, as you it's see... like that meme where you start seeing numbers. <laughs> <laughs> you see the goblins? Coca? Coca? <laughs> I see everything! <laughs> you Sorry. don't see them, but as you sit and like listen to Savari, you with your natural ranger instinct are able to kind of drown out what's around you to listen to fainter things outside, and uh, as you sit and listen, you just hear one burp <laughs> I, somewhere outside. I hold up a finger, stand up, walk out. Uh, as you walk out, you can hear... Well, it sounds like a handful of goblins kind of talking, like, around the corner of the building as you start to head along the side of rock bottom. Thank you, Jeff. Those were very salty. <laughs> she picked up an empty glass, and Jeff is filling it for her. <laughs> for those of you playing at home, kids. <laughs> this is the sound Jeff's aggressive fridge makes. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. You're welcome. Would you like some more Coke? Oh my gosh, I would love that. I still have a little bit. Mm. The coke massively improves my- not the drug! Not the drug. The drug. We play a clean game here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jeffrey. Uh, As you round the corner, you see Mad Mug kind of having a close discussion with Belshipig. Um, roll. Are you trying to sneak up on him, or are you just kind of? 
I'll sneak up for to, to be freaky. Roll stuff. Uh, I call interference. <laughs> uh, I think that's going to be like a 10? 11? As you start to try and stealthily approach, uh, you trip over some trash, which then knocks over a slightly larger pile of trash in this back alley. And you see all three of them turn and look at you and go, <clears throat> like big Good. eyes. Good. Hello, boys. Uh, hi. 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 What are we up to today? Nothing. What about you? Checking in. Did you say chicken? Checking in. Checking in. Uh, what are you checking in? <laughs> well, we already found out about. Mercari. Uh, now we're wanting to know more about that other job. Yeah, the other job. Uh, that job may be more dangerous. Mm, the original deal had been cut out. Sounds like you know something. You'd be surprised if I think I had no Well, if you know something that we agreed to pay you for, then you should probably tell us. But here's the, uh, the problem here is I know what I know, and what I know is that it's worth more than what we agreed to pay. Hmm, doesn't sound like it to me. Because I don't know what you know, so how would I know what it's worth? Well, if I tell you what I know, then uh, you wouldn't pay for it. Hmm. You see the conundrum. I see my gold staying in my pocket is what I see. If you know no more than I do, I can just go find it out myself. Here's the deal, we had talked 150 for this, if you give me 200, the information's yours, but I would also uh, like you to forget we ever had this conversation. You never hired me for this work, and uh, we never talk about this again. Hmm. Well, that sounds like a conversation you need to have with our front man, because I'm seven pieces of silver. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that last part out loud. <laughs> Saying that for No, it's sake. good that you're the one having this conversation. That's what I figured. Like, but if they pickpocket me, I got nothing. <laughs> so, how's about it? I'll go talk to our man. See if I can bring him back here. Uh, make it quick, because I'd like to not be here anymore. Mm, that would make two of us. Stop okay. sniffing my insulin, man. It's like licking my hair. Layla! Dog's like Layla! Layla! Come on! Um, I head back inside. Find Findel. Findel. Our boys are outside, and they want some more money than we originally agreed upon. So you recall. They claim they'll forget the conversation, but... Oh, you got the monkey. I think they just want more. Anyone could get them to talk if they tried hard enough. I just... I really didn't want to have to do this. I get up and I go out. I follow, making sure there's no more metal on me at all. <laughs> <laughs> I pawn my seven silver to play plus. <laughs> <laughs> now you listen here, you, Thank you. shit. <laughs> if you ever... If you are you warming up to get something? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one I'm gonna use. Okay. That was very good. Thanks. I was intimidated. Good, good, good. <clears throat> my okay. feathers are flat on my head. <laughs> no, you gotta bring them up. You gotta be there too. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I do little horns. I little have horn a flu glass. Oh, is there a window in this where, building? Where is where is uh, petrified? Petrified. <laughs> <laughs> but that's turned to stone. I am um, emotionally petrified. 
from that, and I have a, uh, what, what does it do? Uh, you have, they have advantage on attack rolls, you fail strength and dexterity saves. You, I have a fail on my strength and dexterity saves from that. You are incapacitated. <laughs> Can't move or speak. I carry him over my shoulder, <laughs> I guess. Can, can, can you sneak behind them and oh, yeah. then just like, like, be there all of a sudden? I'm, I'm, I'm great at sneaking. Okay. Just, what do you want me to do after that? Just sneak up behind them and then just like walk up and then like... Like when you're right behind them, then like kind of let yourself be known that you're like right behind them. That's it. That's all. I'll do this. I'll, I'll give them the. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. that good? That was perfect. Okay. Do that. Um, I'm gonna give you inspiration. To use. Oh, trust me. I need it. <laughs> either either uh, sneaking or intimidating or whatever you need it for. It's all yours. I am um, fluff up. Fluff. I fluff. I fluff up my feathers because I can't, can't talk and I look like this. Well, I guess I'll try and sneak out behind them. Roll the stealth. You got it. I go full horned harpy eagle with the poops. Oh my gosh. So to preface this. You have luck, don't you? I have a plus. I'm not going to use it for this. <laughs> I have a plus eight on my spell. And I had inspiration. Thirteen. Oof. <laughs> Oof. This is perfect. <laughs> uh, Del and Coca, as you round the corner to talk to the Mad Mug Pig and Belch. I failed the stealth check, not the standing. Uh, Mad Mug kind of looks at you real quick and goes, Ah, it's... it's Okay, uh, so here's the, here's the deal. I don't know if your, uh, your friend informed you here, but um, our information's a little more than the original. Oh, I've been informed. <clears throat> okay, good, so you got- Listen to- here, you little shit. <laughs> my, my, uh, no, I'm not going um, I uncork the bottle of endless smoke. Just a little bit. Ever smoking bottle? Yeah, whatever it is. I cork it a little bit to give some. Great, great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change my vocal cords to make it sound a little bit more demonic. So the ever smoking bottle will immediately fill the alley full of smoke so that no one can see anyone. (laughs) And cast fairy fire on myself. (laughs) I'm burdened. I forgot how that works. I just think it's more like fog cloud did. We need to figure this thing out before we continue using it. <laughs> Maybe if one of us read the card about it, it's provided in everybody's you, D&D app. You pop the cork and you just whoosh, this giant See, column of black smoke. I was thinking it's smoke. background us, but glad you cast a fairy fire. Good call on us. Yep. So, <laughs> so I'm, re- I'm raised in violet fire. <clears throat> I start subtly flapping my wings to clear out a little space. The DM has left Hold the building. On. Jeff, come back. <laughs> Hold on, Kelly. I'm the, trying to, the, trying the to intimidate. Hey. All I said was the DM. Hey, Jeff. The building. Yeah. No, I mean, he's. What are, what are the chances I'm going to be able to use my performance instead of my intimidation? Why? Oh my gosh. Uh, you want to use what? My performance instead of my intimidation. You're awfully trying to intimidate them, aren't you? Shh. 
<laughs> no, it's fine. I'm acting. So it sounds an awful lot like you need to roll an intimidation check on these guys. <laughs> you tried. It's gonna use my glimmer wheel to blow fire into it. Intimidation? Do you know what? With the, because intimidation is a charisma, so I still have a higher modifier. With the sudden smoke appearance and the backlit light around you and the demon voice now appearing, you have startled them. Uh, In fact, you now smell a slight smell from Belch that is different from the usual smell that Belch has. I start flapping my wings with their both <laughs> to a, smell. Familiar to a smell that I've recently smelled from a goblin? <laughs> they should call you the urinator. <laughs> the goblin piddler. <laughs> so much better. Hey, there's, there's no, no call for all this. Listen, listen, listen. I just, I just wanted to renegotiate. Do you have any idea who you're dealing with? There are much worse things than what you believe to have stumbled upon. <laughs> from from behind them, I'm going to whisper in the ear. I listen to him. I cast thaumaturgy and make the ground rumble. You will not break a deal. With me, or you will find yourself in a worse place than rock bottom. Do not speak unless you have been spoken to. There's a long silence, and then Belch just burps. I, I, I look at him and I flap my wings emphatically and I, I slam my fist into the wall and say, ANSWER HIM! <laughs> as the smoke starts to dissipate, <laughs> as we start at this point, you just hear, Which is it, answer you or wait till I'm spoken to? You've been spoken to! Okay, listen, maybe we got off on the wrong foot back here, okay? I, uh, you know, I, mm, just let, let's just call this a let's call this a miscommunication. Uh, <clears throat> let's let's say for fifty gold. I just tell you what I know, and then we never speak again. Because again, the most important thing for me right now is that uh, you forget that we got you this information, and we forgot we ever learned this information, and then we're done. And no more scary business from anyone. Or the threes of us. We appreciate the discount. When my kind, when we make a deal, the deal is binding. 150 gold. You give us the information, and we give you more work later. I would answer him soon, his voice is getting tired. You don't want to see what happens when his voice gets tired. <laughs> Pig, get the money. And you see Pig just like backs up for a second and like there's the very comical like shove him forward and he goes <gasps> just eyes wide. I give him 150 gold. <laughs> he takes it, 
and then just very slowly backs away toward Mad Mug. And Mad Mug snatches the money quickly out of Pig's hand. I'm disappointed that we spent that much money on this. <laughs> <laughs> you have plus seven silver. Because I gave you my seven Thanks. This this scene is worth 150 gold. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> so Mad Mug goes, ah, uh, <clears throat> Okay, uh, so... <laughs> Coco, write this down. What should I do? Keep standing there. Good job, Flugus. Yes. Good job, me. It's good to encourage your employees. Thanks, boss. Write that down, Belch. I look up to you. (laughs) What's the information? And pay them fair wages. Okay, here's the other one. <laughs> we split it equally here. We're a conglomerate. <laughs> Three of us are a team. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> All right, listen. Here's what we got. It's scrounging around. We have kicked over some rocks. Scrounged around a little bit. And here's what we learned, right? People from the area, the, the main location, we've been going missing. It's actually not too far from here. It's maybe only a couple blocks down. There's actually uh, closer to the, the far wall of <clears throat> of the central chamber here. Uh, that's where the highest percentage of people have been going missing. When we got over there, Pig tripped, fell down, and then he said he started to hear a voice in his head. Uh, we didn't like that, so we left. Uh, here's the deal. It's, it, uh, Pig says it said it could see us. Uh, we didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Then something happened to Pig, and Pig passed out again. Then I had to go get help for Pig. It was a whole ordeal. Uh, thing is, while we were scrounging around in the trash, around, uh, we found these rats, which normally doesn't bother me. They're quite tasty, cooked the right way. However, some of these rats had, um, you could see the brains. Oh no. And, uh, we noticed once we knew what we were looking for is there's a lot of them around here. And they don't act like normal rats. They kind of watch you. Did they have a hole in their head that you could see the brains, or were they just it's out? It's like the brain was just out on the top of their heads. It was kind of creepy. I don't even like being around here anymore. You should leave. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe we're getting. This is getting creepy around here. We don't want to be the next group to disappear. So, if you don't mind, I think we're done here. We're gonna make our ways out. We might take a little vacation. Go see some family in the mountains. You know. Wait, where in the mountains? Got the old group of goblins up there. That's where most of the goblins down here come from originally. Don't go there. It's not. You hear stories of 
But uh, you actually go there. Sounds safe for the You'll hear stories about us. It'll really confirm. Hey, you did. <clears throat> you did good work. Yeah, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, not so much of the touchy. Don't stop trying to hug him. Don't go for the touchies. Respect his boundaries. This, we're business people still. No matter how you much wanna... we've you know, had to deal with here, just keep it formal, Besides all right? That, can, I don't know where they've been. Can, mm. can I go for a, in for a hug and try and steal back some of the gold? Roll sleight of hand. C- come here, buddy. It's, it's, I know my, my employer, Dal, he's quite a scary man, um, but... But it's it's okay. Uh, you get about fifty gold back from him. Dang! What? As you expertly fish your hand into his coin purse. I taught him everything. And he briefly goes, "Listen, you guys are weird, touchy feel group. That's not really my thing." I don't want to touch you. Pretty close. Good. Nothing like a warm embrace. No offense, but you know we're. Trash goblins. Look, you we don't even know you. Think, all right, you got the bird thing going and the weird faceless thing going and the bird, bird thing. You're still the most normal looking thing around here, which is saying something. So that's you know, the look, first pal. time anyone's ever said that. I know, I know, buddy. It's okay. Look, pal, we don't even know you. What are you doing here? We don't need to be talking. You what? still even came here saying no, you got no, 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 the information no. and now we, it just feels like We it. don't know you. You don't know And you don't know us. So why are we having this conversation? And I wink one eye, and then the other. I'll go back to demon voice. Okay, if you're not going to give us the information, then get out of here. Not really where I was going, though, but good enough. I wink also behind my mask. (laughs) He looks at you guys very confused and goes, Which... We just had a deal. So like, what is going on right now? Because Buddy, you wanted us to forget about you. You want us to forget about you. Want to yeah, that's what I'm saying. When this is done, walk away. Them. We're done, right? Yeah, but when I walk away, I want you to forget about me. The thing oh that gosh, we're that we're so <laughs> <laughs> the thing that we're like that's involved in this eats brains. So I think you guys are gonna be fine. Yeah, see, I don't. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Was that cutting words down? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't put the magic in there. That was roots. We are gonna go. Like I said, don't look for us. We're gonna go see some family. I think we're done here. I turn around and just start walking away. Like I said, (laughs) we're done here. A deal's a deal. Don't tell nobody. We look forward to seeing you again. Why didn't he turn like Italian? Hey! Hey! Don't tell nobody! Don't tell nobody! We know people! <laughs> Come on, Louie! He rolled a two on his. if he understood what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> After they left, I, I say, yeah, those guys are definitely gonna die. Yeah, they're not gonna live. <laughs> if those things have already been in their brain, they already know that they're working with us. You know, one's been talking to me on the side, too, you know. Yeah, you're gonna die, too. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm gonna die sooner or later. It's now or in 20 years, so. <laughs> Speaking of. And now, a message from our sponsors. Yas and Das's premium food and ale house, opening soon. Now hiring. Yas and Das are currently accepting walk-in interviews for a limited time only. 
first stop to happiness, second stop between Chelonia and Linares, before the orc camp. Yasendas are not responsible for any missing livestock, goblin unions, or for orc interference to travelers or patrons on the road or otherwise. Please consult with your nearest healer or physician before traveling. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter if they die, because at least, uh, we, we at least get to keep some of this. I passed Dell 25 of that gold. <laughs> so you basically stole 25 gold from him? <laughs> yes. I did. I stole 25 gold from Dell. I'm so proud. I Did I see that happen? It's a finder's fee. I probably did. You know, you did the work to get it. You deserve it. Can you roll a wisdom saving throw? Great, I'm so good at these. Oh boy. Oh yeah, did you ever hit cancel on the... On the no, and Jeff wouldn't let me. Was <laughs> it a what saving throw? Wisdom. 14? Oh no. <laughs> As you turn and leave and walk out of the alley, you've completely forgotten that interaction with the goblins. I forgot all of that? It's just gone. Do I remember what we were doing before? Nope. You were in the bar. And now you're around on the street, you're walking with your friends. Oh. Cool. I'm not upset about it. I didn't want to be there anyway. Okay, you look lost. I'm just hungry. I haven't eaten since breakfast. It's like eight hours ago. Let's go for it. My blood sugar is low. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I found a cat! <laughs> look at this baby. <laughs> do, do we see any of those rats, like, nearby? Roll perception. Friends, I found an alley cat. <laughs> uh, 18. <laughs> I think it has a problem with its brain. <laughs> Let me touch. Hello, good boy. Oh Hello, no, it's broken. Boy. Oh no, it's oh, broken. No. <laughs> oh no, Mowgli, your brain's uh, broken. As you look around, you see Meow. rats. None that really stand out to you. Hmm. You're in a dirty area of the city, there's some rats. You're not seeing any with exposed brains watching you. I like to, um, at all times be looking around for that. Okay. If I see one, I'm gonna cast a cantrip, so I don't waste spells every time. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna mock them viciously. <laughs> the rats? If I see one. Okay. Are you saying this out loud at all? Uh, well, you'll hear the, mo the vicious mockery, but... Okay. I guess I'll share my plan. <laughs> if, I, if we see any of those rats, I'm gonna make fun of them real hard. Do you not like rats or something? Well, not the brain ones that they were talking about. I mean, I think most rats have, they come with those. Yeah, but the ones with the brains out, like like Mad Dog saw. Yeah, yeah. With the the ones with the with the brains. Well, all rats have brains. Yeah. Right, but yeah, you, the the stuff, all the stuff you just wrote down. To clarify, do I remember that these goblins exist at all? Remember they exist. You just don't remember talking to them. Like meeting up again. With yeah. Them. Okay. So we and kind of have this conversation, and you're starting to get this like, like complete weird. information. You become much more aware of that presence still in your head. Uh, I think in my head, he's still in there. No spots. I. Oh, I thought you were reminding me to listen to music or something. I was really confused. It's like, what about it? I, I was miming that the music change was good for this oh, situation. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. I'll edit this in post. <laughs> um, 
I can I try to force the thing to end again? Roll a constitution saving throw. So great at these though. <laughs> great. Six. Nothing. I um don't say a word to either of them, but I I reach out of my cloak, which is very tattered from all of my travels and no replacing of clothes, and I rip off a strip and I tie it around my eyes, but with blindsight I can still walk and navigate within ten feet, so I can still follow you with my eyes closed. Coker, are you okay? You um seem a bit disoriented. Um I guess I guess I rip off another strip and stick it in my ear holes, I guess. <laughs> Kind of say quietly. I think that they've been listening this whole time since this morning, and I don't know if this is going to help. Let's go. Should we just take her to the hidden gem? And then leave her there? Maybe, maybe for a night. I, I can I hear any of this with stuff in my ears and things? If I'm trying not to pay attention. Uh you can't well roll perception. With disadvantage. Okay. <clears throat> uh sixteen plus whatever. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Dirty twenty was my lowest. Or 19, I guess. You can, you can still kind of hear him. I put my hands <laughs> over my ears. Guys, don't say anything. I can. St- I'm. I'm. I'm perceptive. <laughs> I'm too perceptive. Don't do whatever you were just talking about. I guess she's got to come with us then. I just continue holding my ears over my head. You can try and get the thing out of your head, really, as many times as you want. Just roll again for that then. Is it ca- charisma? Charisma. Oh, okay. so, let's let's say for the sake of it, you're gonna like sit down and like focus like get out of my head, get out of my head, yeah. get out of my head. I'm just gonna walk off to like the nearest building and like crouch with my head against it and just start like gently rocking against it and banging my head against it every couple of seconds. If she's doing that, then I'm gonna be like, whatever the fuck you're doing. <laughs> I, I want you to do the best job you possibly can. <laughs> Here's the eight. Thanks. I'll roll again, I guess. Should we get her some? I'll try like three more times, and then I'll do that, I guess. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Even with all that, that's like an eight. I know that. Thanks for trying. Go with this process and the group effort. Eventually, you are able to shake it, and you feel the presence leave. But as that psychic link is severed, you take nine damage. Jeez. That well, makes sense. I was making a head against the wall anyway. Lost some brain cells there. Ow! Oh my gosh, that sucks. I think we're safe now. I take the earplugs out, but I leave the point alone. That sounds like something. I can hear you. No, it's gone. Like, I hurt myself, and I hurt me back. I'm hurting now. What was the color of the window in the temple where we stayed in Chelonia? Do you even know the color of the window that we stayed in the temple in Chelonia? Jeff, what was the color of the window that we st- <laughs> in the room that we stayed in in Chelonia? There were no windows. 
Do I know that? Do I remember that? <laughs> you can go off uh, history. I guess. Jeez. Sixteen. <laughs> yeah, you vaguely remember. There weren't any windows. Essentially with being a coastal temple, and the way that like it is turtle like shell shaped. Oh yeah, that's right. The walls are firm and that if it's rain, unless it was like torrential, like sideways rain, the water's not gonna be able to get into the open windows. Uh, yeah, that, that was an easy one. What are the four pillars of the uh, the garter, the great protector? That's not my interest, wheelhouse. Leave, leave that in. Gay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. Anyway, I don't remember the four pillars. One was dragon turtles for life or something, I don't know. Great protectors in a half shell. Great, great protectors in a half shell. Power. <laughs> that was uh, the uh, the theme song to the Ninja Turtles song, uh, television show. Original. Originating in like 2004 or something. No, in the 80s. Come on, 2004. Jeez, kids. I don't think that they play the same theme. Fucking zoomers. <laughs> I excuse you. I'm a millennial. We just lost two thirds of our audience. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We have like <laughs> that's the zoomer. Wow. Now now, Steven. Yeah, I was trying to make sure that, that you're it really was things, you. But you're asking me things that I don't know, Dell. Why would I care about those things? Yeah, it's definitely not. <laughs> of course it's me. Just don't talk about locations or people or where we're going. At least for for now, I guess. Although I feel like they're gone. But who really knows? I'm just hurt. Both emotionally and physically and mentally, I have the worst headache in the world. Do you, do you want a Tylenol? No, that will fix it. Tylenol? It's a medicine. You have trouble checking that. <laughs> I read about it in my medical book. <laughs> I read about it in my book about hormonal birds. <laughs> Alright, where are we going? To get some rest. Do we need rest? It's like two. <laughs> it's like two in the afternoon. Two in the afternoon. I'm the only Let's... one that's hurt and I don't want to go to sleep. I don't want to nap. Blue Boss is always ready for a nap. <laughs> I, I'm a little tired. I think, um, Blue Boss, do you want to, like. I think I hurt my foot back there. Could you, like, just help me walk? Um, it's going to take a while, but I'm super hungry. Could you run ahead and, like, order us some, some food? And then we'll be right there. Do I, do I have any memory that time has passed in that chunk of time? Like, what up? I need an intelligence check. It's not going to be very bad. It's called bird brain for a reason. Hmm? I can't see my intelligence. Thanks! Yeah, Thank you. Oh, no. She's um, allergic to bad people. Fifteen. Oh no. Who's there? I call out into the nothingness of you, the streets. You can kind of make out that something doesn't quite add up, but you're not entirely sure. Can like, I roll it perception? almost seems like you, you woke up to head out the door and then all of a sudden you were in the street. Mm. How did you get here? Mm. You're like, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Fine. I'll rustle up some food. I'll be at the flower. And I try to, I just ponder it. As I head back, with my blindfold still on, I guess. I, I just take it off. 
you're not walking around with a blindfold? Not for now. Okay. If they rejoin me, I will. Because if it's just me, then food loss isn't there. I don't know. Do you think she's alright? Do you think we should bring her? Should we fill her in? I mean, she's got... I told her to write the stuff down. I think it's okay. So she can, she can at least read what she wrote and, like... Something's affecting her memory. Is it, can't she hear us? No, she went ahead. You went ahead, didn't you? Yeah, I'm yeah. like on my way to the flower. Oh. Yeah. In I don't remember. <laughs> 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 you're walking back to the You're like, I'm out. I'm out of here. I want to go. It's too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's hidden, and so are our enemies. I go back to the gym. And we can make her read that, <clears throat> and she'll see it's her own handwriting. That's right, you said Coco, write this yeah, down. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Jeff. I mean. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. In my in my head canon, I check it like when I write something new, and then like at the end of the day to review, so I would not know right away. I, I guess we... There wouldn't be any harm in showing her. Yeah. The, the struggle I'm having is if they can get so easily into our heads, is she a liability, or is it worth it to have her around? Because she's... Are, are you saying, like... No, 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 <laughs> Because... That's too dark. Because I, I, I get it, but we can't. No, sorry. <laughs> no, no. I, I've seen that side of you, and I think that uh, we have other options this time. <laughs> Blue glass, come on. <laughs> I mean, like, if it's anyone else, I'm all in. Quickly, you just kill people in the streets. <laughs> That's, uh, Plus, not my, not my sister. <laughs> Listen, I don't remember if we filled you in on this part or not. While you were sleeping, she was contacted by these these guys, and they said that they wanted you, and they they would let us live if if we gave them you. Now, we're not inclined to believe them anyway, but I want you to know that what I told Coco, and she agreed, obviously, this wasn't like even a discussion, it wasn't an argument, but I felt I would never do that because you guys have fantasies. They told you they were looking for me? They want you. And it took you 12 hours for you to tell me that? I mean, things were happening. We had to go see Tyrus. I'm gonna go find Coco. Roll. I'm gonna run ahead to find Coco. Me. Not good. Not three. You run and pretty sure she went this way. You start running and you're like, I should be able to find her. She's a bird in a city of dwarves. You just can't pick her out. Here's my face in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you two both roll perception checks as well. There it goes.
walking. I mean, especially now that you're taking the blindfold off. You're moving through the city. Thank you. 
if I've made it back to the gym, I'd like to order three toasts, two with cheese. Gwen is very excited you're back, honestly. The usual scenario happens. I continue to keep my blindfold on. Does it look something along the lines of this? Oh no. I don't <laughs> like that. <laughs> it is a... It is a very dim light that does have like a faint pinkish hue to it. But it only illuminates maybe like five feet around it in like pitch dark. It's still pretty bright for a little break. I am going to look it dead in the eye. With your mask on? I'll become... I don't know. A half-elf. And remove my mask. And I'll look it dead in the eye. I'll say to it, I'll get my mood on for me first because I'm going to play a song in a second. I'll say to it, penis pimple. <laughs> it is a. Uh, what's that ability? Unsettling words. Unsettling words. I feel unsettled. Here's an inspiration die that you will. Subtract from your next save. <laughs> then I will uh, uh, start playing a song, and the rat will hear some dissonant whispers. Another wisdom saving throw of 15. Do you want to roll initiation too, there, Dell? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Just barely doesn't make it. Jeez, these rats, man. <laughs> Very good. Uh, oh, well, I didn't mention this, but I was casting it at third level. Is it too late? I can cast it at second level. Whatever you feel like Del would have done. That, that is what I was doing. That, that, was, that was my idea. It's probably overkill anyway for a rat, but... Uh, it is one rat. It is a single rat. But for all you know, I, I want it. I want this one to be dead so that I can study it. Or have somebody that knows what they're doing study it. Jeez. Anyway, 5d6 five five of psychic damage. <laughs> what uh, the heck? <laughs> uh, uh, 17 psychic damage. And, and if it's alive, it has to uh, move its... It's not alive. <laughs> <laughs> Good, because I didn't want it to run. <laughs> uh, as you play these strangely discordant sounds on your lute, strange whispers start to kind of emanate around the rat, and you see it kind of seize up and then shrink down into itself and just lay down on the ground. As a small amount of blood starts to come out of its mouth, and you've thoroughly psychically damaged this rat. <laughs> I look around to see if there's any more. I pick it up and, uh, I don't know, I guess pocket it. Gross. One dead round in your pocket. <laughs> I go to find these guys. Uh, Thulas, what do you do? Uh, you're on your way to meet up with your sister. Just beeline up for the hidden Uh, yes, I'm just running to the... To the as you walk in the hidden gem, you see both Coco and Luba sitting at a, at a booth. Do you 
talk to me? Do I know you're there? Because I have a blindfold. Coca. I caught up to you. I needed to uh, discuss something with you that I just uh-huh. found out. I'm slowly putting so my hands over he's not my hands. Yet, but that is the, the crazy rat. Oh, cool. You can see his little exposed brain. Aww, that's <laughs> is that an actual monster? Yeah, really. That's awesome. I I slowly start putting my ears over my hand, my hands over my ears. Um, you uh. Del heard her voices. What? Talking about me this morning. Do I hear him? Oh, perception. Nineteen, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I give up because I'm just too perceptive. I'm too much perceptive. Okay, this is important. Okay. I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want to freak you out. This morning, I woke up. And it felt like somebody else was up here with me. And they were, they said they wanted to meet, and they said that they wanted you, and that if I gave you to them, whoever they are, because they didn't tell me spooky little heckin' weirdos. I'm disappointed that you didn't tell me well, either. Well, because I don't want you to worry. I don't, you don't need to worry about stuff like this. It's my, it's my job to protect you, and I'm protecting you by not talking to you about it. Because that's what big sisters do. Here's your bread. Buy you some bread. Thank you. Well, you, you have no idea who these individuals are. Oh, I think they're the mind players. I, I feel I feel weird now. I feel like I'm still being watched, and so I'm really concerned because. I have no defenses against this, and I can't shut them up when they visit, so I don't want to see or hear anything you guys do within reason, because I'm worried that they're going to find you through me. Let's, let's talk with Del. Either we get to the bottom of this, or maybe it's time to leave. Alright. I leave my I eat my bread with my blind sight. <laughs> Del, can I confirm, did you take the rat? I did take the rat. Okay. <laughs> nice. Confirm. That was the whole point of using all those, all those <laughs> high spell slots. I wanted to make sure you had a mind battle with him. <laughs> I got it. I got it, guys. You didn't have a psychic battle with a rat. <laughs> That's something you can say that you did now. I've done it title in the first episode. Psychic <laughs> battle with a rat. <laughs> Kill something, I gotta go all the way. All the way! I'm sensing a, a, a morality shift in thank, you, Del. Thank goodness this rat wasn't wearing any metal. <laughs> Coca shudders from a distance. Yeah, DM, has Del done enough? Uh, this thing chaos. is clearly evil. <laughs> has Del done enough chaos to change the lives? This is an evil. Evil, yucky, bad rat. <laughs> Icky, naughty. He's yucky, alright. <laughs> he's, he's not a good guy. <laughs> he's helping monsters. Yes, and neither you, Del. And these are monsters. I don't use that word lightly. These things are monsters. 
for those of you playing along at home, the reason that Koka forgot that entire experience was the voice in her head cast Modify Memory. <laughs> I am not a charismatic furry. <laughs> if we ever find other Aarakocra, maybe I'll be a little charismatic if anybody can understand my <laughs> non-verbal language. <laughs> well, as you walk in with a rat in your pocket, what do you want to do? So, listen guys, on the way- Nope! Um, glass on the way here, um, I, I had an encounter that I think is an important step um, that we can take to move forward, um, but I am afraid that we are getting dangerously close to following the main storyline, <laughs> and I think that we should f- put all of our focus on finding your goat. Do I hear any of this? Yes, with We're your goatee perception. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Del, enough of the rats already, okay? You, 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 you had to find rats in Chelonia that one time, and now every place we go, you have to find rats again. This is, this is. Is Del killing rats again? <laughs> if I had a, the rat catcher, goblin fiddler, <laughs> masked bard, bartender. If I had a nickel for every time Del went off, I didn't kill on. any of the other rats. You killed all of them. And you a little bit deep inside. <laughs> If I had a nickel for every time Del went off and killed a rat, I would have two nickels. Which is not a lot, but it's weird that it happened more than once. <laughs> this was a bad rat. It was a brain rat. What are you talking about? Poka, read your journal. What do you know about my journal? What, did you tell about my journal? You write in it all the time. Well, but I'm a little more stealthy than that. Poka, Del doesn't no. have any eyeballs in his mask. Poka. I guess I read my journal, my field notes. And you can see in your handwriting very detailed meeting notes <laughs> from your interaction with Mad Mug Pig and Belch. About them feeling the need to leave, them not really understanding you trying to be stealthy about them not meeting with you. Going to see their family in the mountains. <laughs> very specifically, there is a note that says. They found a rat with an exposed, exposed brain that was acting strange. Oh no. Del, did you know about this before? Is that why you hunted them down in Shalonia? I pulled out this rat and I set it down on the table. Del! Ew, that's not sanitary. I kind of brush it into my hands before Gwen sees. We should take that to the queen and show her that we're making progress. And maybe she even knows something about it. I don't maybe think fixing her rat problem. The librarian named... Ebnon. Ebnon. Might know something about it. Yeah, he's part of the council. I just don't think the queen is the first. Maybe Ebnon might be our king. Alright, what are we guys think? I killed that thing. Let's take it. Alright, you want me to carry it? Uh, you're not gonna eat it, are you? No, gross. I'll eat raw meat. I'm a vegetarian. Birds. Except for what I'm not. Well, I'm a vegetarian. That's plus. Uh, for what? Our power. Oh, I think I have a plus one, but my thing's loading. Uh, yeah, I have a plus one, so dirty 20. 
you haven't really dealt with a lot of weird stuff like this. Like, you've dealt with some weird things, but nothing on this level. You do, however, get a sense that one, this is not a normal rat. At least not anymore. Clearly. <laughs> but, you're starting to put together that uneasy feeling of being watched. Notes of rats with brains acting funny. And their interactions with the mind flare, knowing the association with the brain, telepathic communication. You're starting to put together these rats might be connected to the mind flares and they might be able to communicate. Hey guys, I think that these rats are pretty clearly connected to the mind flares, and I'm pretty sure that this is how they're. This is the we that's been talking to us. Can I make a perception check to see if there's rats in here or if there have been? Yeah, you can. Dang. We should check for rats, guys! <laughs> Eleven. One's pretty clean. <laughs> you think she'd throw a pretty big fit if she re realized there was a rat okay. in her restaurant? That's fair. We should be watching for this, though, passively as we go about our business. I've been doing that already. Well, I didn't remember. We should. I'm gonna start taking notes for every meeting we have, as I have been for everybody who about my private journal. Bluegrass, maybe you should start taking notes too. I, I. He does better visually if he draws like pictures instead of like, Rebus stories. Maybe you should start drawing pictures. I, I have been. Do you, my journal. I pull out from my bag two additional small notebooks just full of like little boy looking doodles that I've been collecting over the years. He takes a lot of notes. Do you, do, do you have any doodles of, of goats? I have. don't think I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. I don't. You should you should make more detailed notes. That's probably true, buddy. Like you you see a lot of things go on. I'm a lot of practicing. I just I uh, have a suspicion about a thing. It might be unrelated. Is it important for us to know it, or should we keep this private for now? I mean, Woot. Oh, that, yeah. It's kind of a similar situation. Yeah. I miss oh. Woot. This is goat. I scratch Corner Joe all evening for more animal friends. Corner Joe's a good boy too. A much better boy. I, I just like wring his face out with my hand because he's a sweet. Corn joke gets real foofy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I picture him as like one of those big rabbits, like bunnies, oh yeah. like a massive, like you know, like the biggest rabbit, just like yeah, that lady who carries the world's biggest rabbit, yeah. it's like strapped across both arms. Yeah, like yeah. that's yeah. No, he's a big boy. Yeah, Stephen, remind me to send you this rabbit room I sent to Jeff yesterday. <laughs> it's important to me. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I wanted to remind you too uh, to send me uh, that rabbit reel that you sent Jeff. <laughs> you too. You two in this recurring joke. Keep, keep that in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this joke, guys. We'll need that for later. <laughs> it's a mystery tool for later. <laughs> <laughs> that is from uh, Mickey, Mickey Mouse Club. Mouse Clubhouse. Club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I'm an uncultured <laughs> child. You're a 99 child. Well. All right. It's because I have a five-year-old. It's because I'm still a five-year-old. That's roughly 
three thirty. <laughs> we should go find them now. In game or out of game? Cause <laughs> in game. No, in game, of... ideally. Yeah, we should find up not next. Very nice guys. There you are, friends. This is my. I was curious if there would ever be an opportunity to cast modify memory. I'm kind of glad there was. <laughs> there is. Hey, you learned stuff about plants. No, you did not, good sir. Thing one of us is virtually immune to that. Right? I was thinking like how perfect that is, and we're just constantly like, "Dell, you crazy man." <laughs> Thanks for watching Net Positive. Follow us on Instagram at Net Positive DND for episode updates and behind-the-scenes shots, or visit evandcal.com/netpositive to learn more about our origins. Thanks again for watching, and we'll see you next time. New episodes only on Tuesdays.